collab here. And now let's start the motherfucking show. Welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talent, El Ida, Lord Deportivo Taylor. It is another Enfuego day in the hottest city in the world. Coming at you live and direct from South Florida, where they told us today we're going to have highs of 84. <laughs> I know you guys is mad. Don't be salty. Don't be salty. That it's it's the end of, of November. <laughs> Don't be salty. That it's the end of November. And we over here holding down 84 degree days. Yes, folks. We had a high of 84 degrees today. They said we had a low of 70. What's a low of 70? Current temperature right now is 74 degrees. And can I tell you the current temperature in the room right now? I'm a little perturbed. We started the podcast 50 minutes late. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. It's the current temperature. Current time right now is 8.58 as we start the podcast. And I'm a little perturbed. We started the podcast. Because I was here. I was ready. I was on time. And you know what happened? Everything that I loaded up, fucked up. I had to reload everything. Especially this little motherfucker restream. Like, like You're starting now to make this a habit. Of not loading up my hard on work. I don't know why I stirred that like that. Because you know why? Because of the temperature that that. I told myself I wasn't going to drink today. I told myself I wasn't going to drink today. This could be your product. This could be your product. Like you understand the, the, the level. Oh, yeah, I can't see that one. That's, YouTube. That's Instagram. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so I'm going to drink today. I am definitely going to drink today. And, I, and I'm going to drink something I like to call Skull Fuck Vodka. Which I've been putting weed in there. Just dropping that bitch in there. Watching that motherfucker float. I think I'm gonna take myself a little sippy sip today. We're gonna get the podcast started right. Listen, you know how this podcast go, right? So oh shit. Got all over me and shit. God damn. Woo. So, you know how we do here in the podcast, right? Pour yourself a little drinky drink. Roll yourself oh, that is changing colors. Roll yourself up a little joiny joint. Pack yourself up a little bowly bowl. Cause you know it's about to be a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Let's get into let's let's let's, let's really get it. Let's really get into the show. Let you guys know what we got going on for you guys today, right? It's November 28th. You guys already heard you guys already heard that. Folks, we got we got a big show for you guys today. We got a big, big show coming your way. We're talking about that big pod energy. We're gonna get 
Oh, get me right. We're going to get into Tom Thibodeau being suspended. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, folks. We got Blue Chew. We got the Finns flooding the red zone. We got prime positions to talk about. We got Brittany Griner. We got UFC 281 to get into in this. I had, <laughs> I may have had to fake the funk with you guys, but I, I came back. I came back proper. I came back proper. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that one as well, right? We got Wilson. We got Wilson being whitewashed. We got to get into that. We well, different kind of Wilson. Actually, both Wilsons, right? We gonna get into some Thanksgiving talk, folks. I, oh, we got some, we got some Thanksgiving talks to get into for real, for real. We got, we gonna talk about this. Later. I want to know who stole the show. What, 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 what dish stole that show for you guys? We, we gonna talk about that. Got our mighty five, our mighty top five performers of the week. You're gonna wanna get your fantasy notes ready, folks, for this one. We got some barbecue ribs alert. You have failed this day. We got all that and more coming up right now on the Mighty Sports Podcast. But you know what we say here on the show, regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, you play to win the game. Hello? It's always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. So let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Mighty Sports. Yo, did I just see something? Okay. Cause you know what's funny? I know I know a couple of cheer wheels by now. I know a couple of cheer wheels by now. Yo, so so the fact that this is a 305 number, talking about is Chili Willy. What's going on? Chili Chili Chill on the Relay Rail. So let me let me, let me let me give him a little shout out right now. Let him know what up. Potting right now. Bro, let's yeah, we potting right now. I got my big pot energy right going on. Got the I don't got the I don't got the black I don't got the black sweatpants or even the black the, the black basketball shorts on you know what I mean like 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 I'm one of those person like yo like it's too hot in South Florida for black sweatpants I'm not gonna lie to you guys so so I wear the black I, I wear the, I mean the black sweat the gray sweatpants even see me too hot but actually but I do wear the, like the gray like the gray cotton like 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 shorts or whatever like I'll rock that for you like I I got you you know what I mean lingerie style keep it sexy. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Let's see here. I can't, I can't keep going back and forth. Oh, okay. I just told him. See, yo, what's the dilly? I'm potting right now. You should be watching. Chill. Like, yo, Will. Yo, Will, Will. We, we, yo, we at the school together. You know what I mean? Like, we go back. Yo, glad to see you here every day. It's a blessing. For real, for real. Mm. Shit. I didn't stir that motherfucker. That's all liquor. That's all liquor. God damn! I, I can't think. I was gonna expect. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Oh god damn! Is that, is that a? <laughs> Yo, is that a hint of marijuana that I taste? Oh my goodness! I'm not gonna. Yo, until today, 
Until today, I was not able to taste the marijuana in there. But I dropped a little nugget. I dropped another nugget in there recently. And can I tell you? Holy sh! Your boy may not make it to halftime of this game. Keep an eye out on me. <laughs> or <laughs> better yet, let's keep an eye out on each other, right? Because halftime. <laughs> <laughs> may come a little bit sooner than anticipated. Let's continue to get into it, right? Let's continue to get into it. You know, you know what we got. We got. We let's. We have all that to get into and more. But 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 but, 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 but wait, there's more, right? Because always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast where we start talking, right? We we have we have ways about us, right? Like we have patterns, right? We have idiosyncrasies here on the Mighty Sports Podcast, right? One of our patterns, one of our ways, one of our habits, right? One one of our you know, one, 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 what do they call it? What do they call it? One of our superstitions. It ain't a superstition, though. One of the ways we like to pop off the podcast is with a nice little poppin' party. <laughs> right? We like to pop off the podcast with a birthday party. That's really what we like to do here, right? And, whoa, back that up. And, what, and all that is is that we like to give a nice little birthday shout-out to everybody that had a birthday since the last time that we were on the air. Yo, you guys are really playing with me with these messages today. <laughs> Y'all is teasing your boy. Hey, yo, like, listen, no nut November has never been so hard. <laughs> I'm telling you, whoever was the lucky person to get the reservation for December 1st, woo-wee. Listen, let me say this again, right? Let me say this again, because I, I, I don't think you'll hear me. Right, and I want to make sure I'm recording somewhere else too as well, cause you know, like you know, you get started, and next thing you know, you get going, and you realize like, yo, I am not recording everywhere like I thought I was. God, yo, that's that second flavor that hits you, like, like, is it the third flavor? It's lemonade, then vodka, and then after that, you like, wait, what's this? Wait, did I eat a weed brownie? Damn, you're a liar. Boy, I'm telling you guys now, it's going to be an interesting show. This going to be real. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go big boy style, right? I told you guys. I'm feeling my big pot energy. Let's, 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 get, let's, let's bring out the big pot smoker, right? Let's, let's bring out the big pot smoker, a.k.a. the blunt object over here. You know what I mean? A.K.A. I can't talk because my mouth is full. Pause. Hope you guys are with me on this one, right? So we like to get into a nice little birthday party to start off with the podcast. And all that is that we give a little shout out to everybody that had a birthday since the last time we was on the air. We didn't have a show on Friday. Luckily for us, or unluckily for us, maybe Facebook didn't give me the information. I had no birthdays registered for the 24th or the 25th. Like, I could be, I, I could reminisce, right? I, I, I could be mistaken what Facebook gave me. And when I looked today, it didn't give me any of them. Pittsburgh Steelers go up 13-0 on the Indianapolis Colts. That's what we got for Monday Night Football? You see, that's one of those times when, and you're like, it's the franchises. Like, I don't even, I can't even say, uh, I'm not feeling this Monday Night Football game. I'm, not, I'm really not feeling this Monday Night Football game at all. 
Like I, I you like you guys know I like to keep a, I like to keep a show on on I like to keep a sports venue going on in the background. And right now for me, I'm just saying uh this may not cut it. So let's take a nice little look and see who we have on the lineup for NBA scores, right? Let's hide these scores. Cause I don't like to see my scores. But let's see who we have on the docker. We have Atlanta and Philly. That's a good matchup. But if I just saw that, that's already in like the third or fourth quarter. That's on NBA TV. We got Minnesota and Washington. Uh, Charlotte and, and Boston. Uh, I can see that a little bit. Orlando in, in Brooklyn. I want to see Banchero play. He's, he's, he's been a gem to watch so far. Cleveland and Toronto. Uh, Oklahoma City and New Orleans. Uh, I can watch that. We're going to find something to put on. I don't know if I'm really going to be feeling Pittsburgh and Indy. This, that, it's one of those times, right, that you're glad for options when it comes to the NFL. right? If you're like me, you're glad for options, other sporting options, whether it be the World Cup where we've already had, where we already have upsets between Japan and Saudi Arabia. You got New, you, you got New England tie-in. Lost Germany, I think. Lost, right? Was it Germany and Argentina? So they, those two teams got upset already. And I wouldn't be upset if there was nothing else on for tonight. But you know what? Luckily for us, there are a few things that are on. Let's see. Chicago and Utah is in the pregame. Houston and Denver is in the pregame. Okay. This one is showing me the scores again. I'm a little upset now. Uh, let's see if I can try to... Okay, I saw a close game a while ago. Let's see. Pelicans and Thunder is kind of close. But let's let's jump into the third quarter of of Philly and Atlanta. As this game is now, if I saw that correctly, 96-94 about in the third quarter. Now, this, gonna, this game may be interesting to see, right? Or interesting that it's so close. Depending on who's playing or not. Because last time... Last time I checked on with Philly, right? Philly did not, at least when they played the Knicks, they didn't have Joel Embiid. They didn't have James Harden. <laughs> That's me. That was me doing his step back. <laughs> While still having a ball in his hand. But this time around, nope, we see I see Joel Embiid already. He's at the line. I already saw Trey Young. So we got the two biggest stars in, in the game playing. Um, I see Tobias Harris. Um, that's not Maxi. That's somebody that starts with a V. Game right now is 96-95. Atlanta. Three and a half minutes left to go in the fourth. We're going to stay right here on this game and keep you up to date while we talk about the podcast. But... I think I've held you guys up long enough. I think I've given you guys enough time to come into the room and come and join me for this birthday celebration. So, hey yo, DJ Mighty, without any further ado, you know how we like to do, 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 do. Drop that beat. No. Uh. You like that? I like that. 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 You like that?
a lot But because it's your birthday We sing happy birthday It's your birthday It's your birthday It's your birthday Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa I just realized I just realized What I did not have Right, and I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie, Craig, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of want it with me. Like, I, 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 I think we've gotten used to it, right? I, I think it's become a staple of the show already, and, 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 and it's quick infant, in, infant, infant, infancy. Sorry, I'm over here tripping. But... My brethren, I'm gonna need you to do something for me. I'm gonna need you to do something for me. I'm gonna need you to do something for me. Right? Yeah, we gonna pull that back up. Pull up! Beep, beep, beep. Oh, wait, I, wait, I can do this normally. Wait, I forgot. Hold on, one second, one second. It's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Rich LeBron, Nicole Lala, Michaela Sanford, I mean Albert. Because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. Demet Johnson, Linda Alvarez, Noel Noe, Espada. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Mama Cohen, yeah, we see you all day long, yeah, because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, I don't know if you guys call that, but we got a, we got a bunch of birthdays to give out, right, I had no birthdays recorded for the 24th, for the 25th, it could be me, I could reminisce, right, but, current Atlanta Hawks are up 197 minutes, 54 seconds to go, but we found me that we didn't have a whole bunch of birthdays to go ahead and get popping off with, right? We got a birthday shout out going on for on the 26th. So, whoa, 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 That's that shit I'm talking about. I don't know if the video had sound this whole time. Ugh. The things, the things I have to deal with. The things that keep happening to me. Why? 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 Like, why you treat me so bad? Oh man. But still again. And again, and again, and again. It's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Richard, Nicole, Makia, Demi, 
Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, Nilda, Noel, Mama Cohen, yeah. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, okay, let's get these birthday shoutouts out of the way and, 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 and into the ethernet, for real, for real, get it into the mighty zone, I've right, got a happy birthday for Richard LeBron, he had a birthday on the 26th, wanna say happy birthday to me, happy, yo, Richard happened to be, a, I remember one of the brothers I met when I got out the army down here in South Florida, he actually ended up going to a place that I used to be stationed at, currently he's living in Indianapolis, Indiana, mm, 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 Eating good, living good, fucking good, right? Since he's, since he's, <laughs> Reggie, you know I love you. Since he's moved back to, since he's moved to Indianapolis, Indiana, he has pushed out at least seven more kids, taking full hold and responsibility of his, of his Spanish heritage. Folks, we see you, Reggie. You keep it up. You keep, you keep pushing on the sticks and keep pumping, and, and keep pumping up them kids, folks, right? All right, also, also, we got a birthday on the 27th. Now, the 27th is when I think I have one of the birthday shutters that I had to write in here, right? I want to say happy birthday, one, first and foremost, to, 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 to Mama Cohen, right? She is the moms of one of my, of, of a couple of my best friend's brothers at that, right? Right, Vincent Jack. Right, I wanna say happy birthday to um, happy birthday to your mom as well. Every time I see your mom around, she always have the biggest smile on her face. Remember the one time I went over to the crib to go watch the this gate. You know what I mean? All open arms. It was all love, love is love, love. She comes around for sporting events, shows up to birthday celebrations, pool parties, all all of them. Right? Happy birthday to you, Mama Cohen. Keep moving and keep trucking on. I want to see you for many, many more. Mwah. All right. Also wanna say happy birthday to a Makia Shant. How was that again? Shanta, Shante, <laughs> Alpha, right? Army of mine when I was stationed with them in, 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 in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. What's going on, Pippin? Right? Oh, we look like the Philadelphia 76ers just took the league. 18.6 seconds left, folks. Game is now 101-100. 76ers are up. We've gone, they have gone now to a timeout. We'll keep you guys posted. Who we got here? Who we got here? Are we popping buck? <laughs> I forgot to see you the last time on my feed. I forgot what the hell I, I thought your name was. Right? But I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. I, I was tripping. I, <laughs> I was tripping. But I got you. going on? We popping. Welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you checking us out. Right? So, oh, so listen, Makia's ha- is a, happened to be a homegirl of mine since my army days. We were stationed together at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, right? Help show me the help, help show me the help, help show me the business. I also remember she had a pharaoh booty too, like and, and, a, and a decent sized rack if I didn't remember. Cute face, right? Like like chubby cheeks. <laughs> if I if I remember correctly, she also had a gap. If I remember correctly, she also had a gap. I had a thing for chicks with gaps. So I don't even ask me why. Like I had a thing for chicks with gaps. Hey, what's going on, Jack? I was just telling your mom's happy birthday. I know Mama Cohen's birthday just passed. We was just giving her birthday shout out. Just missed it. You just missed it. I'm not saying it again, but we still in the birthday celebration time, so you you'll hear a piece of it. You share with the more. You tell me. You tell me. Hear this out. Right. Also want to say happy birthday to Demi Johnson. Demi Johnson is also another Army graduate of mine. I think I know her from. 
I want to say North Carolina as well. I want to say we were stationed in Bragg together as well. But I also want to say maybe we were stationed in Indiana. Don't know. It's one of the two. I definitely don't think it was. I definitely don't think it was Germany. Or it could be Germany. I, I was really drunk in Germany, and there was a lot of drugs involved. There was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of alcohol involved in Germany. It really was. Like I apologize. Like like we were we were saving you. We were saving you. We were helping save the country completely and absolutely, utterly destroyed for at least. 22 hours a day. 22-6. And a third. Keep that rolling. Keep that rolling. Yeah, let's get that going. Let's keep it going. Let's get the birthday shout-outs going, right? We also have a birthday shout-out to Tenildia Alvarez. Now, Milda Aviles. My bad, my bad, my bad. I didn't see that right. You know I don't got my glasses, right? I try to be trying to look cool on the podcast. I'm not trying to wear the shades. I'm trying to have the eyes go low. Because, like, what I'm like, what yeah, we don't keep it. Right? We tried to invite her on the podcast some time ago. Right? If you, you guys could go catch up her page. Like, she's always doing Star Wars review and always and always um, always doing collectibles of of, 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 rare, of rare figurines. Right? Go check her out. I'm pretty sure she has a collectible that, that you would be impressed about if you are in the collection business. Definitely. So, happy birthday to her as well. And then we got birthday for today. And then we got one, one single solitary birthday for today. And that is tomorrow. Actually, no, I lies. I lies, I lies, I lies. I keep forgetting to write somebody down. You look, I remembered you. It's another, whatever, boy, another breaking of mind, right? But I have birthday for Noel Espada. Yeah, like, 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 the, like, the, like the villains from, not the villains. They, they were the villains in Bleach. Now they're the, not, now they're the allies, but like, just, just like from Bleach, Espada. Right, no less spotters. Actually, that's that's one of that's that's one of my homeboys' brethren, right? You know what I mean? Like you know what I'm saying? Like 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 blood from another mother, like 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 blood thicker than water, and only in certain cases you need water to live. You know that in the basics. Like he's one of them to one of my brethren, right? And if I'm not mistaken, he also got like 22 kids too, right? So I want to say shout out to Happy Birthday to Noel and all of his 22 kids. Also, we try to get him on the podcast too. He be he be hitting us up talking about, hey yo, I want to come on the show. But every time I hit him up with a little invite. Gets no response. We won't see if we finally get a response from him. Like we should be on the air right now, talking up, talking about how how the red zone got flooded by the dolphins. Who? How you how you get flooded by fins? We gonna get into that a little bit later. And the last birthday we got for this for this segment, folks, is a is a birthday to my boy Sharon Bruce Tago. Listen, I got a lot of stories from my um, about my boy Sharon, but 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 the biggest but the biggest story to take out of it. Is that he is one of the he's one of those dudes one of the kindest ones ever. Don't speak loud for shit. He's like my brother, right? He like, <laughs> like you gotta really pay attention to what the fuck he's saying, right? Because he talks kind of low, he's kind of country with it. And like, man, dog, how you doing, <laughs> Like, like put it this way, put it this way. Like the way he talks, he could be a pimp in a in a, in a former lifetime. He he probably was a pimp. Right, right now he's just a brethren of mine. But nah, Sean happened to be a brethren of mine that we served together in Germany. Right, so this has been years, folks. You understand? I'm not talking about if I'm talking about I served together with anybody. You realize I've already been out since 2006. So we're talking about these are connections that I've held on to for at least 16 years. And, he, and, and, and in my own little way, even though I don't, even though we don't communicate and we don't contact, we don't do like these little things that that people that people hold on to, 
what I do do is I make sure that I give them love the way that I show love, right? And that's through the podcast. And Jabari, my boy Zeus. Hold on. And let's finish up this birthday. You know what? So, listen, let's go and get this wrapped up, right? So, to Richard and to Nicole. Wait, did I give Nicole a shout-out? Nicole Lala? She had a birthday on the 26-2 home girl of mine. used to party with back in the days. Ooh. Every, every, time I, every time I hear her name, I just, I hear just oh, look at the girls twerking on the stage. Oh, shit, where the big girls at? Where the big girls at? Where the big girls at? Let them flop, let them flop. <laughs> but, oh, shit, the Philadelphia 76ers are now up 103 to 100, folks. Listen, and the three points that they are all scoring, you understand this game, let's just make it real simple. This game was tied coming into the coming into the fourth quarter. That's how that's how close this game was. So the three-point difference that you're seeing now is basically is just them outscoring them by three points in this quarter. 19 for Atlanta, 22 for Philly. Let's go. I hear you. I hear you for the second time. You ready to wrap this segment up? I got you. I got you. Right? So to Richard and to Nicole, to Makia, to 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 to, to me. To 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 Nildia, to Noel, to Shron. We want to wish you all a happy birthday. Hope you party hard. The weekend just passed, and you guys had a whole four day weekend, right? So I hope you enjoyed everything. Regret nothing. Party hard. Get your weekend at Bernie's on. You continue to stay. Talk to my them. tea. My tea. Wait, hey, Mama Cohen too. Let's not forget Mama Cohen in there. My bad, my bad, Mama Cohen. I didn't have you written down, but I, I had to. I, was, I had committed your. I had committed your your birthday shout out to memory to make sure it was extra special. Alrighty, folks. Let's 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 continue to roll up and roll out, right? And and, and let's, let's let's get into some local sports, right? Let's 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 go local for a little while, right? Like let's let's let's, let's stay. Let's go. Let's do a little three hundred five to my city, right? Well, we get it, we get it, right? Like, like if you get it, you get it. It's like if you know, you know. If you get it, you get it. And if you get it, then you know that we actually never really go into our first topic of the day that smoothly. Not without our mighty topic of the day. And our mighty topic of the day is always revolved. Has been revolved around one. Mighty. There we go. Our mighty topic of the day has been revolved around one person for the last two hundred and it is now. What day are we on? 200. And now... Oh, for shizzle. 284 days that Brittany Griner has now been wrongfully incarcerated. Right? And this, remember, this is the word... This has been the title that's been given by our government, so let's not get into politics here. Right? So, uh, it's just his Brittany Griner has been wrongfully incarcerated. We just like to keep her in our thoughts and prayers and keep her in memory, right? As she goes through incarceration to make sure that she is not forgotten too often like i said just because that she is not one of our male superstars that sometimes that you don't constantly hear the outcry and the outrage that will go on that that would that would be that would be shared um for somebody with the kind of resume that britney griner has and when i say the kind of resume that britney griner has we mean that the fact that she is a champion eight-time all-star Two-time scoring champion, eight-time block leader, two-time peak performer, three-time first team, three-time second team, two-time defensive player of the year. Now let me point this out because I know we was thinking about this the other day, and I thought and I thought I was right, and I and I double checked and I backed up. Scoring leader and defensive player of the year. 
for somebody to win a scoring championship and also be defensive player of the year. I think I was still correct when I said the last two people that we, we that have done this to memory was Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. For a second, I thought Giannis did it, but Giannis didn't become scoring um, scoring title. He won a championship. So think about this: champion, scoring leader, defensive player of the year. Not many of your of your stars that you guys love, the um, call greats, goats, want to give your flowers to, right? Not many of them have those three accolades on their resume. Some may have defensive player of the year and champion. Some may have scoring leader and champion. Not many even have scoring leader and defensive and, and defensive player of the year on theirs. No, no, no. You'll find it hardest to find a combination in that in those two. You see, in Dominican Sue, Philadelphia Eagle, I'm over here at the game in Philly. There's also somebody else on the bench. I don't know who the fuck that is. But he looks familiar. I don't know. I thought that was a TikTok dude. I was like, God damn, that TikTok money is good? Mm. Almost as good. Ooh. As. Mm-hmm. That motherfucking drink. Right, so we'll always make sure she's not forgotten about because we'll, the one thing that always that we always keep in mind is that if she was a male superstar with that same resume, that a day wouldn't go by that you wouldn't hear an outcry about her. Now, granted, while we don't hear about it in, in the NBA, we do hear about it in the WNBA every single game. So they are doing they are doing the right thing with making sure that it is. That it is promoted and not forgotten about on their platform. And that's really the best thing that you can do. You can't depend on others, even big bro NBA, to go to come in here and be like, okay, you know, God damn. Boston blew out. It's blowing out, Charlotte, 132 to 92. What other game is even worth watching right now? Like, that's still kind of early. Bulls in Utah. I don't really care so much about that. Is that Orlando game done? Brooklyn Orlando? Okay, let's watch Brooklyn Orlando. It's a seven point game. About seven minutes to go left to go in the fourth quarter. I can do that. Like I said, I'm gonna see Ben Chair and see how he plays. So again, let's let's let, I'm, I'm gonna wrap this up. Right? Let's let's just keep the grind in, in, in your thoughts and prayers, right? And let's just hope that she's able to come home. As fast and, and as safe as humanly possible to this point, she has already she has already been incarcerated longer, or wrongfully detained, I should say, longer than the average soldier deploys. So, you understand, like there's gonna be a level of like PTSD that she's gonna come out, that she's gonna come away with, not not to mention that as we mentioned recently, as 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 Kevin Durant just fouled Banchero. As he went to, went to go shoot over him, but he when he had put that that, that hang time on him, did the little fade back, started getting parallel to the ground. Kevin Durant c- continued to come through, extended the arm a little bit, had it come down just enough for the referees to call a foul. All right, so very recently, Brittany Griner was she was transported and, and she was moved to another facility, 
and her re- and her new destination. It was kind of un- it was unknown to her lawyer, unknown to her mate, and unknown to almost the whole entire American public, right? Where they were moving her to, um, and also where they moved her to, there was also no contact either for some reason. Well, it comes to find out where they moved her to would be the equivalent to a maximum security prison for some of your worst violent offenders. Now, I know they're not deeming Brittany Griner a terrorist or a threat to national security. So again, this is Russia just posturing, trying to show their might and their will because since day one, they were just trying to... They, they were just trying to use somebody like Brittany Griner so that they can try to leverage negotiations for to try to free up one of their my back is fascinating, illegal arms dealers. So again, like I said, we hope Brittany Griner goes up the mighty symbol. Let's, let's let's hope that she stays strong through this endeavor, and let's just hope that she comes home with with a, as little. And we really do mean as as little emotional damage as possible. And physical damage as well. But but I'm hoping that she could hold her own and if somebody like tries to fuck with her, well like 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 she could just like like Andre the giant the motherfucker, like or or or, or undertaking them bitch and just choke slam them through a table or some shit. Like, you know, but we know that's not gonna be the case. So let's just hope that she gets home safe. All right, let's continue to roll up and roll out, and let's and let's let's really get it. Let's get into it now, right? A little a little three hundred five in my city, right? Let's let's let's. I am really I am I am really baffled by myself today, <laughs> right? Let's get into a little Knicks talk, some Knicks talk, right? I I know I know when things ain't looking good, and and you're looking for a little spark in the dark. Here come your boy Mike T with a little Knicks talk, Knicks talk, and. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. Nick's talk this week is a little surprising to me. Right? Hey, cue my song up. Let's let's get let's get this started. I'm gonna keep this light hearted because it's too early in the season to 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 to, to have deep rooted conversations about the New York Knicks, right? So. Let's get into my next talk. I'm on Twitter the other day. Forgot what tomfoolery I was doing bullshit around. And I said to myself, self, I'm about to put on a statement on Twitter. And I wanted to t- I wanted to tag Tom Thibodeau for some reason. I hope it was Twitter. It could have been Instagram. I'm gonna, let's stick with Twitter for right now. And when I go to tag Tibbs, I get this weird ass message. Oh no no no! This is what it was. That's what it was. That was what it was. I was looking to tag Tibbs in a message, and I couldn't figure out what his what his handle was. I'm searching for him. Search if I can't find it. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me go on the Google machine. You know, Google Tom Thibodeau's Twitter feed, Twitter handle. I get, I get it. I pulls it up. Then I get a nice little message. Tom Thibodeau's account has been suspended. 
for violations. I'm like, what the fuck? Tom, Tibbs, the fuck? Thibo Diabu, is this is how you do? <laughs> I'm like, I can understand why Facebook, let's let you guys know right now, Facebook, me and Facebook is beefing right now. Facebook currently has me suspended. And I'll, I'll have a suspension. But right now, all of my posts will be at the bottom of people's feeds, it says. You guys are being gay. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. That's not the proper, that's not the proper term to to to, 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 mis to openly describe a group of things that somebody could be. Because it has miscellaneous meaning. You guys are being unruly. <laughs> you guys are being ass bags. You guys are being douches, right? <laughs> you guys are being real, real, real sensitive about this shit. Especially since none of them, except for the one where I said, you know, he should have got shot in the face. And I forget what that was about. I think that was like about like a pedophile or some weird shit like that. And they were still like, hey, hey, that goes against our, our community standards. Like, we all hate them, but you can't talk about shooting them in the face. I'm like, okay, well, fine. I guess we won't be popping them. But yeah, the, the most recent thing they, they that they banned me for is because I said our dynamic entry a priest. Like, serious? Seriously? You can't take a joke? You can't take a joke? And, and I want to know who are these people that are reviewing, right? Like your appeals, cause I appeal everything, right? I've won a couple, I've, I've lost a couple too, obviously. But I want other people that are, that, that are that are reviewing this appeal. So I want to know if when they look at the comments and they look at what it's in reference to, if they feel like this is so lighthearted, like how dare you take this as a serious violent gesture? But apparently, I'm not just violent in real life. I'm violent on Facebook too. On social media, joke. I'm not violent in real life at all. Like, like violence is not is not what I do. Trying to take a look at that. Yeah, that's a little good, little thing. Not bad, not bad. Okay, my heard this. My heard that. My heard this. My heard that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck these are. I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up like dying these red and turn these into horns or some shit. Like seriously. So Tom Thibodeau, yeah, his account gets suspended. And I'm over here looking like, yo, not my coach. Like, not my coach getting his account suspended. Like, I'm really, because I'm really curious to hear when Durant dropped 43 points tonight. 102.96 over Atlanta, three minutes left to go in the, in the game. Like, I'm really over here wondering to myself, like, yo, what could Tom Thibodeau have done to honestly get himself suspended? Like, I know I'm reckless. But what could he have done? Like, was he, was he scolding a player on social media? Like, like, was he coaching? <laughs> like, like, you... Ooh, Banchero finding the cutting, man. Hmm. You see ball, ball, Gordon Kevin Durant contesting the shot, but not being able to get to it. Kyrie Irving officially has five personal fouls as they send... Is that Banchero? Yep, they send Banchero back to the line. Banchero. Still a six-point game as he misses his first. Banjado.
You ain't nothing but a dog. <clears throat> now, the Knicks recently had um had a couple of um good bounce back games, right? After a bad loss, after after a recent bad loss, they, they end up coming back and, and getting themselves a nice little victory. Um, you see, Jalen Brunson really having a good game. Um. I'm I, I'm gonna have to and that's it. It's early. It's twenty games in. So now is right around the time to really start to hear. I really want to hear now how the Knicks fans are feeling. I'm gonna be tuning into a couple of podcasts like Knicks Wall, Knicks Who TV, things like that. You know, a place where I know like Knicks fans like to call into and, and get their rocks off. Yeah, big shout out to them, right? Because those guys are those guys are a big source. And 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 there's a whole there's a whole bunch of them, right? There's about like three, four of them, right? In 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 that sphere. Like I'm trying to break into that sphere, to be honest with you, right? I'm trying to get into that inner circle. I'll let your boy, Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be that Kirk Cousins to your group. I'm, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be the Kyrie to your group. <laughs> like yo, we I'm gonna get I'm gonna get shit done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna push my units. Just let you know, I'm gonna be the most controversial person, like on the team. Kevin Durant with a nice little one footer that misses, but he gets a nice little putback by Clay. Tim. I was about to call him Clay Thompson or or, or something else. Clay Thomas, I think I was about to call him. I was thinking about Cam Thomas or Cameron Thomas. Right. So. The Knicks, the Knicks get a, ba- a bounce back win, and 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 I'm curious more than anything else to start hearing how Knicks fans are going to start taking the season, right? This is going to be an up and down season, but I'm gonna tell you probably the one thing that I saw was, fan, thank God that Jalen Brunson is is healthy. Is the other day Jalen Brunson had a phenomenal game, phenomenal, completely phenomenal. And it's probably the game that we need from Jalen Brunson every game. If Jalen Brunson, for some odd reason of respect or team camaraderie, right? Um, not wanting to step on anybody's toe. You know, you, you know the things I'm talking about, right? Or the things that I'm alluding to here, right? If any one of those things have been lingering in his mind, right? Actually, that was high. Let's see, we had a bounce back with against the Thunder, but then we lost to, to, to the Trailblazers and lost to the Grizzlies. That's, that's what happened. That's right, that's right, that's right. Lost to the Grizzlies the other day. Decent game still, though. De- decent game still, though. But, and that was a 127-123 loss. Did that game, was that the overtime game? Did that game go into overtime? I can't remember if that game went into overtime or not. So, let's compare. 9 for 20. 9, free, nine out of 11 from the free throw line. 27 points. 8 for 20. 11 for 12 from the line. 30 points. That was the battle of the point guards. And Jalen Brunson came out scoring more points. 
Now, probably the first thing that I've been noticing, right? Or the first thing I could probably say. If the New York Knicks are going to be successful, as successful as Knicks fans, some delusional Knicks fans may think they're going to be, as even as the, as the Knicks organization hope to be, this is going to have, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> this is going to have to be Jalen Brunson's numbers every night. We're going to have to expect 30. Let's, let's call it 26 and a half. 7 and 7. 6 and 6 at worst. 8 and 6 maybe? 8 and 5? 26 and a half, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. That's probably going to have to be Jalen Brunson's number. And the thing about it, Jalen Brunson is capable of it. And probably a whole lot more. We've seen it. So Jalen Brunson is kind of being a little timid, kind of falling back because he, he wants to make sure the other guys don't feel too intimidated or feel too lost or get offended. I think I think <clears throat> we're past that. <clears throat> like I said, I'm going to be curious to hear how Knicks fans are really feeling. I know when I talk to Knicks fans so far, a lot of things that they talk, I, I, I've heard complaints about Emmanuel Quickly's minutes versus Derrick Rose's. I've heard complaints about Cam Reddish, which I, which I don't quite get, because Cam Reddish is getting the six most minutes on the Knicks right now. And a lot of times he's finishing games for them. Decent amount of time, decent amount of time. So there's, there's a few things that... I'm going to be curious to hear what the actual complaints are about this current Knicks squad. Because I'm not seeing a lot of things to complain about outside of the fact that you just don't quite have the necessary talent for it to win all these games. And it's weird because the New York Knicks have the kind of talent that, uh, believe this or not, from what I just said, that can average the same amount of points that the big three did for the Miami Heat. And I'm going to say this even further. When the New York Knicks, when the New York Knicks big three, right, put up 70 to 75 points total between the three of them, they won their, that's when they win the majority of their games. So, it's not just Jalen Brunson. It's Julius Randle needs to stay, needs to continue to be more consistent. And so does R.J. Barrett. Because those are going to be the next two guys in line. Those are going to be the next two guys that you're looking at. Okay, I'm going to need you to be the guys that score 20-plus points a game. At least 18. Until Quentin Grimes comes up to speed. And I don't know what they saw in Quentin Grimes. But I feel like we're I feel like we still haven't seen remotely the best of quitting crimes in a, in a good way, in a scary good way. 
right? Look at that. Banchero is as tall as Kevin Durant. He's not taller. And he's thicker than him. Ooh, Kevin Durant on the man-to-man -man defense. Ooh, full court. Taking the cookies. Give me those. And then the Slim Reaper gonna put you to sleep. As his head barely even gets underneath the rim. When you got to why you got to well, you don't got to when you got eight foot long arms. <laughs> All right, this game is done. Let's look for something else. Let's go find something else to hunt and, and fulfill our appetite. I could go back to Monday Night Football, but oh god, I'd rather watch the second half of that game where that game is starting to look good than anything else. Let's get into the third quarter of New Orleans versus of New Orleans versus versus um Oklahoma City. I think that will please me for right now. Cleveland lost to Toronto, 188. That was surprising. Right now, if I said this, this is a four-point game with Philly, not Philly, but with the Pelicans versus Houston. And I have been really interested to see Zion Williamson this year. And I've been interested. See, I've been interested to see Zion this year. Because of how good New Orleans has looked without him in the past years, right? Year, year and a half. How they've learned to play and become better players without him in the rotation. So I'm curious to see Zion Williamson, to see how he can elevate now a team that is a perennial playoff contending team consistently. If he could come in here and start and really become that X factor that he was drafted to be. I'm also interested to see how well him and Brandon Ingram can, can form an on-the-court relationship of dominance. Because I believe that they have the right element of... Big man, wingman, to be not just dominant players, but a dominant and, and a winning team in this league. So that's probably my biggest intrigue with Zion right now, is because I want to see him complement the rest of this squad. Am I not being heard on Podbean? I am not being heard on Podbean. If it's not one thing, it's a motherfucking lover. Word to my mother and my sister and my brother. It's always something everywhere. It's always something everywhere. Let's make sure I'm, I'm being heard on the one thing that I want to be heard on. Because, <laughs> yo, for real, for real, like, if I, I, okay, everywhere else I've been able to withstand. Like, honestly, everywhere else I've been able to withstand up until right now. Right, like the video feed, that 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 volume got muted somehow. Then, the one that I generally use to help to also share live, right, and get my call-ins. I re and the thing about it, right, is that when nobody can't hear you, nobody comes in there and be like, "Hey, yo, we can't hear you." They just pop in and pop right the fuck back out. They're like, "You know what? Nope, dead air. Click. I'm gone." <laughs> 
But let's see what happens now. Let's see what happens now. I see the meter running. I see everything registering. Let's see. If we, let's see if we can keep things flowing. <clears throat> so as of right now, even though the Knicks are sitting at nine and eleven, two games under five hundred. I don't know if I have much to complain about. Not yet. Knicks have played fairly well. They've had a few bad games here or there. Right? A, like a bad loss or, or like a, a, or they've let up a little. They've had a few bad finishes here or there. A few bad games. But for the most part, they've had as good of a games as you're going to... As good of a game as you're going to get. They just don't win or they just don't finish. And, and that's the... And that's the that's going to be the, the next learning co curve is, is this squad with Jalen Brunson learning how to finish and win games. Because this is going to be the squad. Like, like hate it or love it, right? Underdogs on top kind of shit. This is the squad that you're looking at for the next... Not, not, not this exactly, but this these are the pieces for the next three, four years. Think about it. everybody's getting their dough. The only person really left is Tom Thibodeau. To get his Thibodeau. Right? Mitchell Robinson got paid. Julius Randle already got paid. RJ Barrett got paid. Gary Rose is gonna be on 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 on, on a year to year tip. Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Topper will get paid together. Quentin Grimes ain't get paid. Like he's like he'll come up in a couple years after. Like so, you understand what I'm saying here? Like the names that you're hearing now. Expect to keep hearing. There it goes. Yeah, right there. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was, I was picking at. Some of you guys were like, "I'm crazy." But um. These are going to be the names that we're going to hear for the next three, 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 four years or so. We won't stop hearing about RJ, Mitch, Obi, IQ, Rose, Grimes. These are going to be some of the names that we're going to keep hearing. We're going to still hear three years later. So it's, it's in Brunson. So it's imperative that these guys kind of learn how to start winning together. Again... Not much to complain about, but you can definitely see a couple of the faults that the, that the Knicks have. And outside of probably, like I said, Jalen Brunson just not taking over enough as of right now. Come tell you, he needs to bonafidely average 26 and at least 26 and a half points per game. And I'm telling you, if he has to go full Kevin Durant, then he needs to go full Kevin Durant. Jalen Brunson needs to ball so hard that he's damn near a Nick All-Star. Like, that's how good he has to be. If this is going to be as successful as it needs to be, and if this needs to be received as well as it needs to be. Because it being received well is also a very important thing. Yeah, you can tell I'm droopy already. Yeah, I'm droopy already. I'm telling you right now. I, I, I just want to try to do the podcast just like this, and, I, and, I, and I'll be straight. <laughs> But let's 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 keep flowing, right? Not too much I want to, not too much I have left to say about the Knicks. 
Like, they have a game coming up tomorrow against, who was that? I, I said it earlier. Uh, and it's a game that they should win if I saw this correctly. Who are they playing? Were they playing Detroit again? <laughs> Yo, I swear to God. Hold on. This, this really can't be it. It really has been. Every time the New York... And this is twice now after we played Grizzlies that we played Detroit. <coughs> it happened to start the season. Now it's happening right now. But now we've gotten... The Grizzlies already taken care of. I'm taking care of. And we may have already played all four games against Detroit, which kind of sucks. <coughs> because Detroit so far... Excuse me. Detroit so far has been that team that... When the Knicks need a decent win to get back in stride, Detroit has been right there, has been right there to take that L for us. I mean, so far, look at it, right? First game of the season, we played Memphis Grizzlies. That was a close game again, one fifteen, one twelve. If if I, if I remember correctly, Cam Reddish hit a hit a hit a late shot in that game to either, either tie it. Um, there was a charge at the end. Um, by Jalen Brunson that he, that he picked up against um, that he got on John Morant, like, so like, that was a good game as well too. But then we end up losing that game. But then who was right there waiting for us with open arms, willing to give us spread their legs and give us the dub? Detroit Pistons, and then the New York Knicks. Like I said, went went back and forth again. Then took a really bad loss to the Brooklyn Nets. Remember that, right? One twelve eighty five. But what happened right after that really bad Nets loss? It was good old Detroit ready to give us that treat down. <laughs> right? 121-112 victory after that. And the third time around, yeah, you wanna like, damn, yeah, we already played. Wait, 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 did I miss one? Did I skip one? They, they, they lose the one for Memphis. After Memphis. They lose the one for the Nets. Okay, this is only the third time. My bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, we played them the first, We played them in the preseason. Okay, I, was, I thought we played... I really thought we played them four times already, but I could have the preseason game stuck in my head as the, as the third. Okay, and I don't know if this is, gonna, this is one of the teams that we played three times or we're going to play them four times. So this could be the last time that we play Detroit regardless. And here it comes again, right after another bad close loss to the Grizzlies. But not just a bad loss to the Grizzlies. We've had, and this time we're coming off of two straight losses, right? Where we lost to the Timberwolves, we lost to the Trailblazers, and we lost to the Grizzlies. But who's going to be waiting for us tomorrow night at 7 p.m.? Uh, like, 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 like an on-schedule booty call? Speaking of, let me make sure I take some time to say hello to somebody for the day. You know, it'd be, it be making me realize I'm like, damn, yo, yo, my communication skills sometimes is horrible. Uh... <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let's continue, let's continue, let's continue. So the New York Knicks, they, they're going to have a good game, right? And right now, a lot of things aren't going to look easy for them. And I don't anticipate a lot of things looking easy. 
but hopefully they can continue to beat the game, the team that they should be. Now speaking of making things look easy, that's right. There are, there are the New York Jets. As the New York Jets came away with them, came away with a nice little victory this weekend. And they weren't the only New York team to come over with a nice win. Now, the only New York team in their stadium. Buffalo squeezed out a good, squeezed out a, a close game on Thanksgiving night. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's one of those few times I was sitting. Oh, my stomach just crazy. One of those times I was sitting in the back. And I was kind of rooting for Buffalo to lose. I really was. I really was. And I don't often do that. I don't often do that. Especially when I know that they're good. Right? I don't just like... Right? But this year, with everything being up for grabs in the division, I was sitting there like, yo, we... I need... Let's see if we can get ourselves a nice little... If we can steal something here. So, oh yeah, I gotta hit this person up too. Right, so when it comes to making things look easy, the New York Jets made a hard decision. The New York Jets went from Zach Wilson to Mike White. Basically, Wilson has been whitewashed. And he ain't the only Wilson that may need to be whitewashed. Ooh. The New York Jets put in Mike White, and Mike White had a hell of a performance, right? And and and, 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 let's, and let's, let's 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 get back to it, right? Zach Wilson, let's back up just a little bit. Let's 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 back up just a little bit. Sam Jr. I know, I know the suntan Superman. Any, um, any relation? Um, the New York Jets. The New York Jets. New York Jets. They made a move and they and they had to bench Zach Wentz or Zach Wilson. My bad. But that's what it feels like. He it feels like a Carson Wentz kind of scenario, right? Where one quarterback lost the locker room because, and you know what? It really just hit me. 
It wasn't even Carson Wentz. And 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 Nick Foles that's popping into my head. It's RG3 and 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 Kirk Cousins. And how I remember at one point in time that they at Kirk Cousins had that locker room over over RG3 because RG3 was RG I I I I I I I I I I I Like it was really all about him. But now you see this scenario kind of played out in Philly, right? You got the young quarterback that is supposed to be the future. But the locker room ain't feeling him for nothing. They don't, they're not feeling him. They're not believing in him. They're like, oh, you thought I was feeling you? Put that nigga on the bench. Treat him like Carson Wentz. <laughs> right? So now you get this scenario where the starting QB, there's no love for it. I got nothing but love for it, baby. What you got? None. But the backup, though, unconditional. You understand? They're looking at him without you. My life is incomplete. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Good sports should be disconnected. <laughs> oh, look at that. They see, look at that. The phone, the phone knows. The phone knows. <clears throat> okay, let's get back to the football game. Let's see what's going on there. Since we talking, since we talking Jets, right? Since we talking. be homophobic my bitch is gay somebody tell doja cat i'm trying to indulge no seriously somebody tell doja cat i'm trying to indulge in that for real i don't know what it is like <laughs> i'm sorry i'm gonna left field i really catch myself liking a lot of doja cat songs and i forgot what song it was recently right but Man, was it the one that she has like that Egyptian theme to it? I think it was that song recently she did. And I was like, y'all really like this. And then another one came out, right? And, and, and a Caillou. Whatever that Caillou song was, right? Give it to me, yeah. I don't want it back. Give it to me, yeah. I don't want it back. Give it to me. Like that one, I started liking and then I'm like, I'm like, yo, who? I'm like, it's all this Doja Cat. Now, granted, even even then, I'm, after I realized it was Doja Cat, I still had another epiphany to come across. Right? Because I'm realizing, I tell my own mom, I'm like, yo, I really like Doja Cat. She, he's like, yo, you would like that cow chick. I'm like, wait a minute. This is the same Doja Cat, the cow chick? She's like, yeah. I'm like, yo. Nothing. Even. I'm, I'm like, I, I watched that cow chick. Again, I'm like, has, doesn't even remind, doesn't even give me off the same vibes. And now she got that new song. I, um, 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 I, I've been singing it this whole entire time. I, I give it to me, yeah, in my head. 
You ain't nothing but a ah, you ain't nothing but a like like that joint like that is my jam. See Will trying to come up here and talk. Let, let's 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 let let let's drop Will alive. Let let's see if let's see how let's see how for real he is, right? Because you know what I do, right? I, I bring the people, I get them involved. But you know, sometimes you got you gotta test everybody's metal. Everybody be like, yo, I wanna get someone. Like, yo, let's talk. No one I got a sports podcast, right? Let me tell you what he said. He he won't hit me up like, yo, let's let's talk music. Why does everybody want to come on my sports show and talk everything? Like, why is their first suggestion everything besides sports? Like, if you guys want to, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me let me be nice, right? Cause my man's in them, and and I, and I, and, I, and I'm being and I was being facetious, right? Cause not 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 not, not towards him or anything else, but everybody else. Like, if you want to talk something else on on your show, on a thing like. Just throw the show. That's all you gotta do. Can I find him one day? All right. Let's continue to let's continue to roll up, right? And and talk about and talk about these New York Jets. They came out with a nice with a nice dub, and it, it, it's been so weird as happened to Zach Wilson, right? Of him losing the locker room because he hasn't lost the locker room like his other namesake. Right, has lost the locker room. Russell Wilson. <laughs> right? He hasn't lost the locker room like he has. It's just that you can see that the offense doesn't quite click the same. The play calling isn't trusted the same. And even when it's the same plays, the same average outcome. Not the outcome, average outcome isn't the same. And that, and even though usage and targets weren't, not, and, and, and that really looked bad, right? That wasn't the same. Now, you know what they always say, right? People are always willing to, to uh, um, overlook a lot of things until, until they're losing, right? So while they're winning, I like, know I'm going to keep my mouth shut for a minute, fuck it. But the moment we start losing, they're like, yo, why are you using me more? And that was Garrett Wilson. After the New England loss. He decided to come on and speak about, hey, what like I'm not I'm being look I'm being to me look like a like a bum out here because our quarterback can't find me. And it was weird, right? We thought Garrett Wilson would have an explosive year this year. Because we saw what Joe Flacco did with him. And we still like, yo, Fluco can do this with him. If Zach Wilson is sitting down the bench watching, then he should know, like, listen. Let me get the ball to my playmaker. And as long as I get the ball to my playmaker, good things will happen. Now, unfortunately, with Garrett Wilson, when, 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 when Zach Wilson came in, 
his go-to target happened to be the running back that got injured, Bryce Hall. After Bryce, he never identified a passing target, really. Again, you would think, oh, here goes, here goes a second opportunity for you to find your wide receiver stud. No, he doesn't. But let's also bring into perspective the fact that Zach Wilson was 5-2. and two. Those two losses have come against Bill Belichick. They've come against the Billy Goat. I'm gonna check your. I'm gonna check your habits. I'm gonna check your guts. I'm gonna check your will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna check your everything. I'm gonna check your bell. And he got chin checked. He rang his bell twice now. Bill Belichick can make any rookie quarterback look mediocre. Can make any rookie quarterback look look like Jamarcus Russell. But it's the game. The games against Bill Belichick weren't the catalyst, right? They were the straw that broke the camel's back. Everybody has looked better in this offense except for everybody has looked better in everybody has looked good in this offense except for anybody named Zach Wilson. Out of three quarterbacks, Zach Wilson has been the worst. It's the same way I talk about Kyrie Irving in Boston. Every other every other point guard did better than Kyrie Irving in Boston except for except for Kyrie. Isaiah Thomas. Uh, 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 Marcus Smart, um, um, Ronnie Telfair, <laughs> it was Ronnie, it was Ronnie Telfair, I, I forget his name, he went to Charlotte, whatever. <clears throat> Every single last one of them did better. And it's not even the, the poor using this, it's the lack of attempts. It's the lack of even a trying. It's the lack of even looking that way. Because again, you see that immediately, game one of another quarter of a quarterback not named Zach Wilson gets to play with up uh, gets, gets to line up and play with Garrett Wilson, and it's eighty plus yards and two touchdowns. It's getting the balls to your playmakers and letting them do business. It's making the easy look easy. That's listen. That was that was such a big statement, right? That was such a big statement by the coach. It, it was like when Pitts. I'll tell you, I'm liking this coach. I am liking this coach, and like Tom Thibodeau, I hope they empower him, and and they allow him to be here for ten years. Like I really hope so. Cause. He came out and he just flat out said, oh, let's try this. I forgot to put this on. Right? He came out and he flat out said, okay, just want to make sure I was following you. <laughs> right? He, he came out and he flat out said, Pittsburgh Steelers coach, why do you like this guy? He doesn't kill us. Al Salah said, 
Ram Salah? Ah Salah. Rob Salah. Coach Salah said he made the easy look easy. Which means Zach Wilson was making the easy look hard. Because Zach Wilson was bored by the easy and only found pleasure in the hard. Pause. So now, remember last year, one of the big things about between White and Zach Wilson is like, okay, we kind of know what White is. We don't need to see more of White. We don't need to see more Joe Flacco. We don't need to see more of guys that don't matter. Well, now you have a team that can actually win. And it's, now, and, no, and it's no longer about being able to see this from an individual or see if, no, right now is, you know what? Let's maximize this time while we have this window because great defenses don't last for two decades. Right? Great defenses don't, unless you get Ray Lewis on your team. But generally, great Lewis, great defenses don't last for two decades because the defensive anchor on that squad isn't there for two decades. When you draft your quarterback, you kind of expect him now to be there for two decades. At least 10, 15 years. You don't even expect your defense to be sound like that for 10, 15 straight years. It made me wonder how long before another Green Bay quarterback makes their way to New York. I've been wondering this again. I wonder this is not about also Jimmy G. I can see now, it's not even that I want to be short-sighted with this team. With football, I'm not, you're not really allowed to have that much more patience, right? Depending on what side of the ball, you, uh, or depending on where your strengths lie. Because for most teams, right, if your strength is in, let's say, a defense, cornerback, wide receiver, running back, right? You may only expect them for five, seven years, which means your window is still short. You got to find the right pieces or the right quarterback for them still. You have the right quarterback. You have the right piece for 15 years, hopefully. And that's the foundation you could build around. As long as he's constantly also willing to be coached. See, that's going to be the difference that people are going to misinterpret between some really good quarterbacks that we've seen and some of the great ones. Even the great ones allow themselves to be coached. While the good ones became too arrogant too early and thought they didn't need coaching. I think I don't need to go much further until you guys understand some of the people I'm talking about here. But since you probably need me to help put it together, Tom Brady and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning allowed themselves to be coached. Even as good as they were, still allowed themselves to be coached. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers doesn't allow themselves to be coached. Thought they got a little too good or too great for the game. I don't think we would think any one of them is greater than, is smarter than Peyton Manning. So, 
it's weird, right? It's weird when you see it. That Zach Wilson was really ruined by the Billy Goats, Bill Belichick. And that could be done, and he could do that to almost any young quarterback. We thought he was going to do it to Kirk Cousins last night. To be honest with you. And all you saw, like I said, was the easy being easy. Right? White to Wilson. 46 yards. Easy. White to playmaker. Yardage. Easy. Don't overthink. Don't have to try to look for the guy that has to go 50 yards down because you're like, okay, you want him to run and keep going. No, that happens every once in a while. You see, even Patrick Mahomes couldn't get away with that. That he had to learn how to slice and dice and pick and pick teams apart. Now, this goes back to again to sometimes quarterbacks need to sit down a little bit longer and study some more. You thought Zach Wilson had enough time to sit and study? No, maybe he needs a bit more. Or maybe he just not is the guy. Last year we talked about 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 about, about Mike White and how we don't need to see him and how we don't need to see Joe Flacco, right? But now you're looking at it and it's like, okay, have we early on identified who should be at least a starter on this team that is, as it's currently constructed? And if you're trying to get dubs, then we have to, we have to go with Mike White. And for the Jets fans, we're still on pace. Right now, there's six games left now. On Wednesday, we're going to be doing a comparison, right, to see how the playoff picture is still looking. So expect that on Wednesday, as well as Mighty Trivia. Excuse me. But before we get that, let's continue it, right? Through the fight in my city. And, and then, like I said, so Mike White's numbers. Let, let, let's give those to you, right? Do we have those available? Right? Because complimentary football is great complimentary football on both ends. And, and we've seen it. When the defense does good, right, does well, but does a phenomenal job, right, holds their own, all they want is for the quarterback to, to, is the quarterback and the offense to do the same. It's for the quarterback and the offense to take advantage of the short field, to take advantage of, of their hard work, that three and out. And reward them with a scoring drive. Or reward them with not having to go three and out. We saw that with Mike White. Now, the scenario, now who you didn't see that from was Russell Wilson. To a team to the point that his defense is cussing him out. And it looks like all Russ can look and say, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I understand your pain. I got you. Thanks, my bro. Now, Mike White ended up putting up 22 for 28, 315 yards, three touchdowns. When we're talking about top performers of the week, Mike White comes in at number five for the New York Jets. 
<clears throat> so he did his he did his job. Hundred and forty nine point three passer rating. Was that the highest rating? You have to look into that another another time. So even though Mike White may not have been the guy that we wanted to see because we wanted to make sure that we're getting what we need from Zach Wilson, I think we figured it out. I think early on we figured it out because I know what you're saying, but I know what you want. You want, like, we say that we want, that we would like to see the growth of Zach Wilson, but what you want is the W's, really. And what you want is for the quarterback not to be the reason that you're not getting W's. So we'll see how long it takes before the New York Jets switches us back around. Because like I said, the worst thing that, that, that Zach Wilson has done so far in the last couple of, in the last month is have to play Bill Belichick twice. And have Bill Belichick expose every single weakness and deficiency that you've ever even dreamt of having. But I said it's all not for not. Six games left. I said it at the bye week. I'm gonna say it again now because now we've played two games since then. The Jets only gotta go 500. They go 500. To me, they've taken care of their business. You let all sleeping dogs lay. And we have to try to keep pace with the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots, right? Try to stay ahead of the New England Patriots. Stay keep pace with the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. So. It's not going to be an easy task based off of how all of these teams have been playing in our division. Currently, current playoff picture right now, the Jets right now are holding the sixth spot, if I'm not mistaken. Not the wild, not that seventh wild card spot right now, the sixth spot. So, Phantasmon. There's still hope for the Jets. And I'm going to say this. While I may be disappointed if the Jets don't make the playoffs, I'm not heartbroken. I wasn't expecting them to make the playoffs this year. As of right now, I can honestly say that the fact that the New York the New York Jets are basically going to are guaranteed to be a 500 team or above 500 team is 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 the is is win enough, and and that's and that's on the low end, cause based off the expectations coming into this coming into this year, I don't know your expectations should should change as things go on, but no, let's stay how it was in the beginning just so you don't break your heart. Cause like I said, right now I may get disappointed if they make don't make the plus, but my heart isn't gonna be broken if they don't. Cause they're they're. Their win expectancy wasn't this high, even to begin with. Eight wins was, was if they did everything right. Nine wins was if they did everything right. Like, you understand, like, we're playing with the clit of 11, of 11 wins. You know what we say, uh, so a win's a win. A win's a win. A win's a win. And 
You can win two with Blue Chew. Folks, what is Blue Chew? I'm glad you asked. Blue Chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back your thrill. All you need to do is open up a pack and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. With the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. And listen, as for a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss. And she will love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use my very, 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 very active, I see you guys, sturdy, reusable, not reusable, first time uses only, <laughs> promo code of GSSS, Golf Sierra, 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 again, Golf Sierra, 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 like, like you know what, when you're in the, but the, Hit him with the kss. With the kss. <laughs> right. If you use our promo code, you'll be able to get your first order of Bluetooth for free. Wait, yo, did this say free? Yes! For the free, free, for free, free, free! You, Bluetooth! So only two instructions. You chew it, and then. Bow, wow, wow. You do it. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Listen, how you do it is up to you. What's going on, chill, Will? See you popping up on the podcast. It's been a minute. Uh oh. Got chill, Will calling in. Let's get chill, Will on the line. Let's see if we can get chill in here. We just sent him an invite to. Oh, 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 oh. Shit, maybe I didn't. Let's try this again. Shit, man. Didn't know what happened. Gotta figure it out. What's going on, Pippa? Drop takes, don't you? Drop takes, don't you? Sir, yes, sir! Well, if you're gonna drop takes, you might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. Don't we guys forget blue chew. <laughs> you chew it and do it. What's going on, pimp? Man, what's up, man? What's good with you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. You know, we're, we're over here about to start, yeah. start the second segment of the show. Not second segment. The second half of the show real quick. You know, we, we just we just talked we just got we just got through from from our blue chew commercial. You know, trying to keep people in, 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 in their you know, in, in functioning like that, like they were functioning in their prime. And speaking of prime, mm-hmm. you know, we got we got we got some people's in, in prime position right now. One no other than prime time Deion Sanders. As he was very as you guys know he, Oh he's oh yes and he not only is he, he's, he's oh you just he just got muted. Why are you just muted? What just happened there? As you guys know Deion Sanders is the coach now to Jackson State and since he's been coaching Jackson State University um, they have been the best HBCU now for us at two years and running. Now because of that it is of no surprise 
that Deion Sanders is getting a... You need to still unmute you, Will, if you're, if you're talking or if you're listening. I don't know what happened. <clears throat> um, now, it's no, it's no surprise that somebody of Deion Sanders' popularity, somebody as, as, as with Deion Sanders' stature, and also now with Deion Sanders' coaching resume, right, that he would be looked at by bigger schools, power five schools as that. And now you're starting to hear the offers starting to come in. And they're not the only ones. You, you hear an offer coming in from Colorado, right, to see if um, Deion Sanders wants, um, would like to coach there. And there's a couple of things here. Right? Because we all know the man, and that's Deion Sanders. And we know the school that he's currently coaching, and that's Jackson State. We hear who the offer is from, and that's Colorado. What we tend to forget is what we've heard Deion Sanders' mission being. And if and I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, Deion Sanders' mission is to help build up the HBCU program. And that can't be done if he does it for two years and he leaves. No, Deion Sanders needs to be synonymous with HBCU for the next 15, 20 years almost. Like, you don't think about HBCU without even thinking about Deion. Or you don't think about Deion Sanders, I'll think about HBCU. I think that would be an easier way to help cement what he has started. Because that was supposed to be his mission that I thought. Get HBCUs recognized. Get them more publicity, publicity, consistent publicity. Get them eating at the same table as these power conference schools. Well, a lot of well, this school was getting some of those deals initially just because Deion Sanders was their head coach. What happens if Deion Sanders goes somewhere else? See now, so this is where now the, the issue comes in, and, and it may not be an issue. It's just an interesting topic at that. If Deion Sanders is true to his mission and he doesn't leave, and I'm happy. Because that means he's doing what he has said he's supposed to do. If he leaves and he goes to a bigger school, then... I know that this could be the conspiracy theorist in me thinking that... You know what? This is just exactly what they want to do. Make sure that they get eyes back off of HBCUs. Because the moment Deion Sanders leaves and he goes back into a nice little snowy Colorado school, you know what I mean, um, um, filled with bunnies and cocaine, um, then that little that little HBCU that he was that he was the head of and the HBCU schools that he was helped represent, they get to fall back to the wayside all over again. And all that money that was coming in there no longer needs to go there because they don't have a Deion Sanders there to help represent them. So why do we even need to put our eyes there? See and 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 the and whatever you then started, it gets all it gets outdone automatically, and now people want to come to Colorado, and you have just now continued the chain of just guys who wanted to go to power conferences, school, or of coaches not staying in, in places long enough to truly do what they said they were going to do for those boys and to for that program. Remember, Deion Sanders isn't one of these guys that is almost more like Donald Trump in presidency. Deion Sanders is one of these guys that needs a coaching career. He's doing it just for the its and giggles or just because. Maybe for the love of it. And he's been real good at it. I would like to see Deion Sanders continue to be good at it. I mean, everybody wants him to leave, 
but how about he stays there and he and and he becomes the Urban Myers? And I could be using the wrong. No, am I using the wrong name? Urban Myers, Alabama coach, right? I don't know. I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> but he becomes like the Urban Myers of the HBC of 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 of, of Jackson State. You know, he becomes the. My audio is off on here. Oh, is that what happened? Is that why we lost each other? Huh. Okay. Let's see if the audio is off. Oh, I can. It's you in now. Oh, okay. So I can hear you now. Yeah, you good now. You good now. So, like, I don't. I don't want him to leave. I want. I want to see him become. What's the What's the Alabama's coach? Uh, Seth Saban. Yeah, I want to see him become the Nick Saban of Jackson State. I don't want to see him leave. Like I said, for him to leave now, just I think so. Well, Dion, like, he, yeah, he can he, not his MO. Like, like, like I said, because like, I don't want to see him because if he says if, and I know that too often we hear coaches say one thing and, and mean something else, but I'm taking Deion Sanders by his word that he wants to build the HBCU program up, and if, if that's something that he wants to do. Him being there for two years isn't doing it. Like it's go, like he it it'll, it'll help it helped get it eyes for two years. It may help get it eyes for another year and a half before it all continues to die right back down again. Because how many other four star, five star talented kids that can go to a power conference school is going to choose? an HBCU that doesn't have Deion Sanders attached to it over a power conference school. They'll just go to the power conference that has Deion Sanders attached to it. If that's the case. So it's going to be interesting to see how this next process of collegiate coaching is handled by Deion Sanders. While I will be disappointed if he goes to Colorado, I can't be mad at him. It's the next progressive step up up the professional ladder. Right? So I can understand him chasing the professional ladder. I'll be I'll I'll be disappointed because he would have had the opportunity to do something really big for that HBCU program. Because can you imagine eventually if Deion Sanders does this for 10, 15 years and truly gets them what they need, truly gets them the money and the, and the continuous eyeball and the coaching and the notoriety and the four-star and five-star recruits. And next thing you know, um, like how they really wanted it to be, in 10, 15 years, these HBCUs are as big as the Bamas, as big as the Clemsons, and it's all Chocolate City. We don't care if you have extra security during those games. Our band is going to be lit. <laughs> what did Riley say? My president is black and my Lambo is blue. Get the fuck out of my face while I smack the shit out of you. <laughs> I was watching that clip earlier. Oh, man. The Boondocks is pop. Yo, they bring back all of these old shows. And I, and I really know they, I know they can't really keep the Boondocks around anymore. Or make new ones of the Boondocks. But man, I miss the Boondocks. I really do. I, 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 I really do. Like, who don't miss Riley? Like, who don't miss Riley? Like, if Riley ain't your favorite character, like, like you just a hater. <laughs> like, seriously. Man, but, since, but, but as we talk about prime positions, right? Let's talk about some primetime players, right? 
or or as we like to call them, our, our mighty performers of this week. And, and this one is going to come to you with a little... The Mighty Fantasy Football Tips. Not winning tips, just tips, tips, tips. Just the tip? Just the tip! Just the tip! Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. Okay, so we had a couple of big performers going I'm coming on this weekend. Let you know let's let's do them right. Let, let's 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 do them right because they they really were balling. Love to see it segment of the week. Give me that shit. Love to see it. Love to see it. Like we had some really, really, really big performers this week, right? And and we had and we had some some scrubby ass performances this week. <laughs> now, the reason why I wanted to start this off with a nice little fantasy football, right? Tip to it, because it, it benefits me. Like, of course, why not, right? And in so many different ways. If you had Justin Fields on your fantasy football squad this week. What, what the hell were you thinking? And two, he got you a donut. He got you zero points. If I'm not mistaken, then they end up having to play Trevor Simeon or some shit like that. Wait, I'm, I'm wait, I'm not. Did I did I remember? Am I remembering this right? Yeah, they did end up playing Trevor Simeon. Did he even start? I can't remember if he even started now. All I know is the person I was I was playing me end up having and end up having him as the quarterback and yeah zero points zero points zero points. Wow, folks, we really had when well, we said we had some big performers. We had some really big performers. Right. Let's start off with number five. Right of our mighty performers of the week. That was that goes out to the running back from Philly. Not named Jalen Hurts. <laughs> because that boy cleaned up too. And we're talking about on his, on his feet. But number five on the list, Mike's, Miles Sanders. 21 touches, 143 yards, two touchdowns, and 17 touchdowns uh, receiving as well. But folks, he was your he was your number five fantasy football performer of the week, put giving you in standard leagues, a nice whopping 27 points. Right? Now we about to get real, real quarterback heavy after this. Right? And I was kind of surprised. I, I don't know why I'm surprised. But I was kind of surprised. But you'll realize that a lot, most of these quarterbacks, they have a kind of a leg factor going on for them. Right? We had we had, we had had J- Justin Herbert coming in at number four. Right? 30, 35 for 47, three touchdowns. And I forgot to put his yardage. I forgot to put his yardage down, right? And then he had four rushes for 38 yards. Then was the man of the hour, right? The man. You know my favorite quarterback uh, um, of the year, right? I mean, that's just one Jalen Hurst. I don't know how Jalen Hurst is not everybody's favorite MVP right now. And like I said, he's my favorite quarterback, so I'm being a little bit biased. Listen, I understand. In some rooms, some people have Patrick Mahomes. In some rooms, some people may got may have two got a tongue twister. In my room, we keep it green over here, and I and I, and I got Jalen Hurts. 
Jaw. Yes, we we have learned he is a jaw in this league. And he went off, folks. A pedestrian 16 for 28 through the air for 153 yards, but two touchdowns. But folks, 17 rushes. 17 rushes for how many yards I told you Miles Sanders have? The, the, uh, the running back on his team? 21 attempts for 143 yards? Josh, not Josh, Jalen Hurts, folks. Jalen Anthony Hurts. Seventeen attempts. One hundred. One hundred and fifty-six yards. Yo. Only but 29 fantasy points. <laughs> and that actually had him tied with Josh Allen for fantasy points. I was I looked at it, I was like, damn, that's all he got? That boy needed some more milk. But he's my quarterback. And right now in this league, I can honestly say Jalen Hurst is one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. As on Wednesday, we're gonna talk about my top. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna talk to you guys about my top five. Favorite NBA players in the league currently on Wednesday, right? Right now, when we talk as we talk a little bit more football heavy, Jalen Hurts is one of my favorite players in the league. And I know you, you know you sound like your T, right? Like he was kind of one of your favorite players coming into the league, but that doesn't mean he couldn't have fallen out of my good gracious. Because still like Jalen Hurts to me, like he's one of my favorite players, and he has no controversy around him. It's not like it's not like my love with Jameis Winston. Right, like I love Jameis Winston, but that's only because he is—he was a content goose that laid the golden egg. Like, like any anytime you turned around, he was Donald Trumping up the place. Jalen Hurst is not that guy. He's a humble man. That all he does is put up W's and fly high, and we know how much I love to fly high. I'm a jet for Christ's sake. We fly higher than eagles. I mean, the reckoning saying it right now, but you know what I'm saying, you know. Josh Allen holds your number two fantasy football. But I wanted to call him the number number three, honest with you, and put Jalen elevate Jalen Hurst in number two. Josh Allen was 24 for 42, 253 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Had 10 rushes for 78 yards and a touchdown as well. And those were two through five. And all of those guys failed in comparison to the running back that I had on my fantasy football team. To currently the number one running back in fantasy football. That is the running back for the Las Vegas Raiders. I call him Dynamite! Josh Jacobs. As he ran for 33 attempts. That, that gets you a bludgeon award around here. Definitely. 229 yards. Two touchdowns. But 
Wait, there's more. He was thrown to seven times. Caught six of them. Dropped 74 yards on their head. 41 fantasy points. 41 fantasy points. You understand? Between him and one other person, I outscored the individual, the person I was playing with just two people. It was that kind of fantasy weekend. And granted, I'm talking all this big cash shit, and I'm not even going to sit the playoffs. I might... Yo, we have more people that we've ever had in the playoffs. I'm not even going to sniff the playoffs. If I sniff the playoffs this year, I, I got lucky. Like, I, I literally backed in there. Like, 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 Braylon Edwards. Not Braylon Edwards. Brandon Jacobs. I literally backed in there. Am I hearing a phone ringing? But how? There's nobody here but me. But those are your those are your mighty performers of the week, folks. Fantasy football style edition. And you know what's always weird, right? Is that the people that generally do well in fantasy football don't always translate to the top five performers in their position. Alright? For instance, <clears throat> I just told you about Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Well, that was it. Those three. Can you guess out of those three? How many out of those three were actually a top five quarterback this this week? In passing yards. How many of them was it was a top five this week? None of them. None. Yo, from afar, Matt Jones looked like Tom Brady without my glasses on. Matt Jones was your, was your, was your was your highest producing quarterback, 382 yards, two touchdowns, but took an L to Minnesota, 33 to 26, ended up getting sacked tw um, three times, had a passing rate of 119. We've seen Geno Smith as he continues to fight for comeback player of the year or, or whatever he's fighting for. Like I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Geno Smith deserves to get some kind of award this year. I don't, I don't know what award he deserves to get. But Geno Smith deserves to get some kind of award this year. This past week, he lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. Right, he was twenty-seven for thirty-seven, two touchdowns and one interception. With, and can I get can I get a little bit of can I get a little can I little, get a little well, you know what? Uh... Go hard, go home. Nah, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. Love to see it segment of the week. Give me that shit. Love to see it. Love to see it. But we still here. <clears throat> right? Geno Smith manages, even though he took his L, takes his L. Right? Two touchdowns, one interception, three sacks, got a fumble in the 106 passer rating. Trevor Lawrence comes in at number three, right? 321 yards, 29 for 37, three, three touchdowns, four sacks. Patrick Mahomes, 320 yards. Mike White for the New York Jets. Mike White for the New York Jets.
like white folk. Coming in with 315 yards. Finding Garrett Wilson for only 80-something of them. If I'm not mistaken, in this game, the New York Jets had 10 different receivers. Catch a ball. 10! Zach Wilson was struggling to get it to 3. Mike White is dishing and swishing all over the field. One sack. No, no interceptions. No fumbles. 149 passer rating. Now, part of the reason why Matt, while why Gito Smith and the Seattle Seahawks took took a loss, while after they put up all those yards, I just told you, running, the running back, uh, Josh Jacobs, best running back, best running back of Week One, number two was Jalen was was Jalen Hurts, followed by Miles Sanders, also a Philadelphia Eagle. Like that was the running game, <laughs> right? And also number four was James Conner. Had James Conner on the squad as well too. And number five, I ain't forget about you. Cleveland, this is for you. You had you had Nick Chubb put I'm um, coming in through number five, right? With 116 yards, but Josh Jacobs put up 229. That was the difference between number five and number one. It was a 70 yard difference between number two and number one. And the fact that the fact that number two running um rushing leader last week was Jalen Hurts. You understand that? That's the thing that we used to hear from Cam Newton and and. Damn it, the boy in Detroit. Lamar Jackson. Michael Vick. And now we're getting this from Jalen Hurts. Right? He is he is special. He is special. I feel like he don't get talked about enough. I feel like too much talk is revolved around Tua got a tongue twister. Still to this day. Still to this day when Jalen Hurts is still outshining Tua, he gets talked about more. What is it? About this little four foot two Hawaiian falafel. I ain't want to disrespect him too bad. All right. Now you see, so as you was just to see what, when it comes to the, the 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 quarterbacks, none of the fantasy football quarterbacks, right? That top the fantasy football chart made it here, but that's also because. Most fantasy football quarterbacks that top the charts are usually topping the charts because of their legs. As you can see here, Geno Smith, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, they're not the leggy types. Like, they may give you 40, 50 yards, but they ain't trying to put out 127, 156, 157. <laughs> like, they ain't trying to push out those numbers. Just enough. Slide here, slide there, first down here, first down there. Make the defense stay, stay honest here. And that's about it. They're not trying to win the game with their legs. They're just trying to extend plays with their legs and keep drives alive. Uh, 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 drives alive, drives alive. Uh, keep it, these drives alive. Uh, Short-ass plays. Let, let, let's let's continue to roll up and roll out, right? I, I think I think I've done enough. I think we've done enough here with the with, with, with these football performances, right? And fantasy performances, because we actually do have a go hard or go home um, moment of the uh, moment of the weekend, and this moment kind of passed already. Love to see. Stop it. <laughs> All right, this 
comes with for what reason? You number one. What's that? That's the, that's the win of the week. What, what are you talking about? That my Browns was the win of the week, bro. Talk to me. I said our Browns was the win of the week, bro. I don't know what you was talking about. Nick Chubb was five or something. He was number one. That mean when I won the game. No, he was fifth in producing yards. He was fifth in yards. But he was number one. He's number one. I don't know. You, you, you going to give him number one? He's number one in the league. You going to give him number, number one? Number one in the league. Oh, over one in the league right now. Oh. Um, Josh Jacobs. Stop it, man. You are irritating. He's ranked number one in fantasy football running backs. We're talking about the real life. Josh Jacobs is not better than Nick Chubb, bro. Who's who saying that he's better, right? I'm, we just saying that right now he's, he was having a better performance. Okay, that's fine. And 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 I'm just talking. I don't. I'm just talking about last week, this past week's performance. That's all we're talking about. This past, you always see you over here getting all getting all Cleveland sensitive. You want to make sure Chubb gets 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 his love. I, I'll give you your chubby love. I'll make sure you get your chubby love. I got you. Saying it though, how you saying it ain't, it ain't you know what I'm saying? Like, I said, I said he had the fifth performance. He had the fifth best performance of all the running backs. I'm gonna put his little in front of his name. What's you know, that? I ain't got you. Know, you know, that's how your your girl try to play you when you when you happy about something. Yo, I even gave him his Cleveland. This is for you. Like, come on, I I did it. I gave him as enough justice as I did anybody else that I talked about in the number five position in performance this week. Actually, I'm lying. I gave Mike White more love. <laughs> listen, I didn't. I didn't stay there. Listen, I didn't even mention James Conner. The only thing I mentioned about James Conner, he was on my squad. Nick Chubb had, had, had a game, but nobody had that game this week like 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 Josh Jacobs. And Josh Jacobs had a walk off too. Like that, his 74 yards receiving, the majority of that was on one play. Like they caught him on. They 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 caught they they caught they caught Jacobs Jacobs it wasn't on a, it wasn't on the screen but it was like on like on, on like a draw, right? And they just they just caught him straight up in, in the flat. He 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 broke two tackles and he was gone. Went to the house for like sixty yards. Like the majority of his receiving yards happened right there on that one play, but that play happened right at the end of the game after they were down and and needed to and needed a score. So that they could come back and get that win. That was basically a walk off, a walk off touchdown for 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 Josh Jacobs, Dynamite Josh Jacobs. You know, JJ Dynamite. You know, you guys all understand. Well, you may. I'm just talking to the other ones. <laughs> right. So so he so he was your top performer, but 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 I don't say like let's let's roll up and roll out because you know we had some other other interesting performances to catch up on this weekend. And this one passed already, right? It, this one didn't happen this weekend. I was just finally getting the opportunity to watch it fully, right? I caught glimpses here and there. Didn't quite get to see everything I wanted to see. Saw how basically I saw the highlights. What am I? What, what, what am I beating around the? What am I beating around the barber bush over here for, right? Now I got a Lewinsky me. So like, 
I saw the highlights, and by, I ended up seeing the, 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 the entire fight. And granted, the highlights did it a lot of justice. That's the thing about these short fights, right? Or said these, these UFC fights. Yeah, you watch the right highlights, and you you really do get the whole entire fight. But I still, but I I still missed a whole lot, and I and I and I could still and I when I watched it this week, or, or even today I should say, I realized there was a general pulse of the fight that I didn't get the first time around that I was able to get this time. Folks, let's talk about UFC 281. Go hard. So UFC 281, you saw Israel Adesanya defend his belt against Alex Pereira, right? Alex Pereira at this point in time he was six and one in the in, in the octagon. Um, Israel Adesanya was 23 and one only one loss he had was when he jumped up in weight to try to um try to go ahead and take um the the what was it, what was it the middle heavyweight whatever that was like the, the, um, to, take, to take a belt from a higher a higher weight class and he ended up failing this fight this fight had a backstory to it right um, Alex Pereira has beaten Israel Adesanya twice before in kickboxing alone only, right? The first time they lost, the first time he beat him was a decision. The second time he lost, he knocked him out. Right? We talked about this even before the fight happened. That the one thing that Alex Pereira may have going for him is that you know what? He knows what it looks like to knock out Israel Adesanya. And he knows what it feels like to feel his punches and get comfortable with his rhythm. If there's any similarities to the old Israel to now. Vice versa, Israel Adesanya, while he hasn't taken a lot of losses, he in the back of his head, he still has this loss's memory in there. And as much as he would as he tried to talk it down, try to dial um downplay, well that's what you're supposed to do, right? Uh, that was in the past. That was a different me. That, that, that that's you know that that's I'm not even the same person. Like I, why would I even think about something that happened in a different lifetime? But it's there. It's there, and you know it's there. This fight on the judges' scorecard was unanimous three-one going into the fifth. I had it four nothing. Dominated by Israel Adesanya. Right, the first round. The first round is basically all Israel Adesanya. You see him coming. You see him like. You, but you see them both. But but. The fill out process that Israel Adesanya normally goes through. For about a round or so, he didn't do that. He pressed this one a little bit more, touching him up, catching up with the jab, leg kicks here. There was something that I noticed throughout the whole entire fight that you didn't see a lot from Israel Adesanya. You saw from a lot of his, you saw a lot of it from his mentor, right? One of the guys that he looks up, Addison, Addison the Spider Silva. But you don't, you don't really seen a lot from 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 Israel Adesanya, and that was him grabbing the plum in the clinch, right? Really heavily relying on that kickboxing style, 
to fight another kickboxer that he has lost to. Right? What's going on, Joining Morning Podcast? Good evening to you. First round, I see it all Israel. Right? Without a shadow of a doubt. Even, if I'm not mistaken, end of the first round, he even caught him. He even caught, he even caught Alex Pereira. Right? Caught him, caught him nice, caught him good, had him stunned. Like this, that if this fight of the, let's just say this fight. If the first round would have lasted 15 more seconds, Israel would have won this in the first round. Like 100%. If this fight is last 15 more seconds in the first round, Israel Adesanya walks away, walks away the winner. Second round comes out. You see Alex Pereira coming out a little bit more urgency. You see him. You see him taking more attempts, firing off more shots. To me, I still saw a, a, a round that Israel Adesanya ultimately won. But there was a takedown right at the end of that first, uh, uh, end of that second round. That probably wasn't significant enough to sway the judges to give that point um, to Pereira, but I didn't see it. It wasn't a dominant takedown. I, I um, it wasn't a long enough. Um, it, it, it wasn't long enough to say that he he sustained control. The takedown wasn't an easy takedown. It's not like he he boomed him. Like he he barely got him. So even with that, it wasn't enough for me to say that hey, Alex Pereira won the second round. Honestly, it's like I said, I had the four straight rounds of Israel Asanya. Third round comes um, um, comes up. Israel Asani. This time he gets him to he, um he gets Alex Pereira to the ground right around like right, right around like about two minutes left in the game. Or on that or or in that round. Both men are working from from um, from the bottom um um from the mount um, from this mount position. Israel Adesanya is, is is raining elbows from the, from the top position. You also see um Alex Pereira being able to catch um, um catch some elbows from the bottom position as well, keeping keeping Israel very calculated and, and kind of distant, right? You even see Alex, you even see um Alex trying to work in a couple of submissions. Um, um at one point in time, I thought he was working he that he was trying to slowly position himself for um for a triangle. So. It was around. It was another round that Israel Adesanya won, but he didn't just beat the shit out of Alex Pereira on the floor. Alex Pereira made him work for the damage that he received. Finally, stands up. Um, Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya. Um, you know, watches over him to the sideways. He's trying to figure out how can I get in here. Alex Pereira is, is put. Um, is throwing a lot of good up kicks. And Israel Adesanya catches him with a heel kick right to the sternum. That immediately knocked the wind out of Alex Pereira. Because immediately he gave up his back again to... <laughs> he gave up his back immediately to Israel Adesanya. And it was saved by the round. Again, another round. I'm looking at it. If this goes 15 more seconds, this may be over. This was a dominant fight for Israel. This really was. Now, 
Hold on, what's up? We got a call. We got Jonah calling in. What's going on, Jonah? Welcome to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Talk, talk your talk. Yo, you there? I can barely hear you, Jonah. Just to let you know. Like, you're barely audible. Yeah, I can barely hear. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to drop you. I'm going to try to see if you can get that fixed. And whenever you feel like you got that under wraps, give me a call back and, and, and we'll chop it up. Yeah, but for right now, yeah, I can't hear a word that you're saying. I do apologize. I really, I, I really love to hear what you, what you got going on. But yeah, as soon as you get that fixed, give us a call back up. I got you. So again, we're talking about four straight rounds where Israel Asanya, I think, is dominating this fight. By the fourth round, you do start noticing... You still start noticing, I don't even want to say urgency, but even from the beginning, but by the fourth round, it, it really starts to become how, it really starts to become prominent, how heavy-handed, <laughs> how heavy-handed Alex Pereira is, right? Um, he, and, and they and they talked about it all fight, but you could hear it too. Like, they, they weren't joking when they said it. You can hear it. His punches were, and they weren't fast. They were slow, hard, and thudding just every time. Just bone and body shattling and body rattling. <laughs> and that would honestly end, end up coming into play in the, in the fifth round. At the end of the fourth, um, Alex Pierce, um, the coach, Alex's coach um, opponent tells him, listen, you need to go for Gus or you need to go for Broke. Like, you, you need to go for the knockout here. Like, like, like swing... It's like swing like you've never swung before. And swung like he never swung before is what Alex Pereira did. He came out swinging for the fences. Majority of the, majority of the round, Israel Asana is, is dodging them, tagging them. They, 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 even to the point where they, they've been exchanging ta- a couple of tags back. Total punches, I was probably... I, I have to look at the, the total punches. But total punches, Israel Asanya, for the whole entire fight, probably still won total punch numbers. But then... You see it come in there, right? Those thudding punches. And he caught him with one thudding punch underneath the chin. And then as he tried to back out and escape, caught him with another one that sent him back the other way. It's like, oh, I'm going this way. Oh, no, oh, shit, I'm, wrong. I'm going this way. And next you know, um, Israel Adesanya is in trouble. And he's looking wobbly. And he has a hand down. And as you know, he's back up on the fence. And he's like, come on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right? And Alex Perry comes in there, starts giving him the mercy shots. Bam! Another uppercut. Bam! To the body. Then he's punching. Israel Adesanya starts doing a blind dodge and weave. Right, Bob and Weave. Which in boxing probably may get you may buy you a little bit more time. In MMA, it, it doesn't. Now initially I thought they may initially I did. I thought they possibly called the fight a little too early. Stop it too soon. 
But once I heard the explanation that, listen, from the position that he was in, and, and it looked like that, while he may be dodging, he really isn't dodging. He's almost out on his feet. What's going on, Raw Talk? I haven't seen you in a while. How you doing, Pippin? He's basically out on his feet. And all it would have taken was one well-placed knee to make this look really nasty. So it will stop. So it will stop the right, right? Now, to be honest with you, like I said, even in the fifth round, I had Israel Adesanya winning until he got knocked out. So we're talking about five straight rounds to none that he's winning. Most, I think, like I said, the, uh, the judges had a three-one unanimously. Most of them probably given um, Alex Pierce the second round. But this is gonna be a rematch. Oh man, listen, listen here. Listen here, listen here. Oh, what just what finished watching Raw? Oh shit! How was what? Oh man, I gotta. I'm gonna be watching Raw tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'll be, I will be watching Raw tomorrow. But you know, you go, you, you know, you can always call in. I, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind hearing a little bit today. Actually, you know what? I can't even. I can't even because I'm still watching. I'm, I'm honestly, you know what? That's what I should finish watching. <laughs> I'm over here trying to figure out what I wanted to watch all night during the podcast. I should have finished watching um, War Games. Right now I'm watch I'm still watching war games right now. If I'm not mistaken. Damn. Listen, so you know what? I'm gonna say this while I have you on while I have you on there, because you'll I know you'll appreciate this. And then we'll get back to the Israel Asanya fight. And it's not even much more to talk about Israel Asanya. There's gonna be a rematch. Like that's probably good. If I'm gonna leave that there. There's gonna be a rematch of Israel Asanya. That fight was too good. It was too dominant in. It was too one-sided. With an explosive ending that changed the tide, for there not to be a rematch. And then if it happens another time, then this dude just has his number, where he just knows how to out outlast Israel Asanya uh, until the very last round, and then puts him to sleep. And that could be something too, but we're gonna get a rematch. Okay, so now let me let's get some raw talk on here. It's not even about uh, <laughs> it's not even about war games so much, right? But let's let me, let me get some, let's get some talk on here. W talk right now, and I said this a couple I said this a couple weeks on on the on the on the podcast. Right now, I feel like WWE is probably as exciting as they've ever been since the Attitude Era. And I say that because, right, there's a real buzz of anticipation lingering around WWE, right, around basically for every week. Ever since Vince McMahon has been, has been forced to step down, right, and there's been a new, and there's been a new head of talent and talent relations, and you see them bringing back all of these individuals they let go. It's almost like it, it's, it reminds me of when, they, when when they had the Roy's War, and they brought out WCW. Remember when they remember that when they when they yeah, go see uh, he's taking over. And, yo, you're right. Triple H has taken over, and and, and he's and he's been we've been a big fan. I've been a big fan too when he's pushing out. But it reminds me of that Attitude Era, right? Or that era, or that time when they brought out WCW. And then every week or so, you're seeing a new superstar come in, or you're seeing a, a new superstar in the in the stand somewhere, and you're like, oh, 
is this going to be the next person to make their return? Or you don't hear anything. And and, and if it's not a brand new super, if it's a superstar that they, that they had signed previously that they had to let go, it's a superstar from injury. Right? Like, it's either or. But it's almost like every other week, they're benefiting from the pop of a new star. And then as they ride that way for a little bit, then bam, here comes a new one. I'm, I've been really enjoying the after McMahon era, right? Or I don't want to call it after McMahon, the post-Vince era. Because for a while now, I can say that a lot of fans have been real upset of how Vince has been handling the roster. Not just with the individuals that he's been releasing, but the poor utilization of, of the talent that's been built up from NXT as well. So, with this, with, with now Triple H taking over, you can see it. Like, there's been a change, and the pop that they're getting, like I said, almost on a weekly basis, every other week, like multiple times a month, from a brand new superstar coming back again, it's been, it's been, it's been phenomenal. And for the people that, that have been, that were too young, to, to, to ever witness the Attitude Era, what you constantly hear about it or hear about it, how exciting it is. If you're excited about how of all of these returns and and, and and these superstars coming in now, just imagine when all of these guys were just were your rival, like your bona fide rival in WCW. And you were always dreaming about, damn, I wonder what would happen if so-and-so fights so-and-so. I wonder how it will happen if so-and-so will have so-and-so. I wonder what happened if the Ayatollah of Rock and Roller decides to come down and bless us during a pay-per-view. What would happen? And boy, was it exciting. <laughs> and the outcomes are, are as predictable. Are, are, let's see, the outcomes aren't as predictable either when Vince was in charge. You could tell who would wear Triple H has thrown some. Yeah, he's right. You're, you're fully right. You're fully right. I'm telling you, I've, I've really been. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I've been a wrestling fan. Like, if you've, if you've listened to this podcast enough, you guys know how much of a wrestling fan I am. I'm so much of a wrestling fan that when I, when I, when I started investing into stocks, WWE was the first stock I bought. That's how much of a wrestling fan that I am. So, yes, I, I, am, I am very much invested into the business of WWE. <laughs> like, and that is a double entendre all day long. Mm-mm-mm. So, I know I'm, I, I, I could be an asshole for asking this question, right? Or maybe uh, at Raw Talk. Do you have your own podcast where you where you talk where you, where you do some Raw where you talk Monday Night Raw? And if sh- if so, if so, like please please feel free to let the people know how they can find you. What times? What days? Like, 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 we share that love here. You know how that goes. Each one, each one, reach one, teach one. You know how we do. Memory of. Right? <laughs> Let's continue to roll up and roll out. Right? As, as we had a little, I don't, I don't get a chance, I don't get an opportunity to talk a lot of, to talk a lot of wrestling these days. You guys all understand. Like, with, with, with football being in its full effect, basketball being here, like, I don't get a lot of time to talk, talk wrestling. But I have been really excited with what's going on. Listen, L.A. Knight, The Fiend, like um, Mia Yim, I, I can I can I can deal without. I'll rather like I'll rather see um, <clears throat> I'll rather see Keith Lee make his way back. <laughs> you know what I mean? They they, they got they they got Dasha Rojic. He made his way back in NXT. Like 
The call-ups have been good. Like, I'm curious, right? I'm, I'm curious because I know this is probably the big one that was missed, right? But the Undisputed Era... Them not getting a call up as a as as, as a frac as a faction, and us missing that opportunity, we were robbed, and I don't know if we're gonna get that opportunity back. Like that is a complete robbery. Like they were supposed to be the next four horsemen, the next um legacy. Like like you you name you name those Triple H, those Triple H. Ric Flair, Randy Orton kind of groups and are, you know, they were the next ones. And, okay, Raw Talk isn't isn't just wrestling. I use a part of the podcast on here called The Raw Report. We talk about anything and everything. I got my name from that. It's just getting back into streaming. Understood, understood, understood. Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Okay, I got lost. I got lost. I was like, okay. It's no problem though. Let's continue to roll up and roll out, right? Because we, we, we were just talking about top performers, right? And and and, and some and some sneaky good perform. We were talking about some top performances in in NFL, and we were talking about a sneaky performance that happened in the UFC. But since we talk about sneaky performances, right? I'm curious. I'm curious, right? We just had Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a, had a, had a good Thanksgiving. Um, I hope you had 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 some time to either spend some time with some family. Or get some good, nice relaxation. Spend some quality time with yourself or your booze or whomsoever. The reason I speeded ever didn't they didn't get the call ups. Adam Cole and Roger Strong said they didn't want to go to the main roster. Oh, oh, oh! Interesting, interesting. I did not know that. I thought we I thought we lost them like we lost everybody else. I thought we were just robbed of of a great fraction of a, of a great faction because they they were moving. Like like listen, they. Not to say that NXT doesn't have its own buzz, because NXT is its own little world, has its own buzz, but they definitely were the whole were a vibe. When it comes to NXT, they definitely were a vibe, and, and you can, and, and and honestly, like the other factions that they end up building afterwards, like 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 like, like Fantasmo and stuff like that, right? It would have just been better to see them go against each other, right? Um um, I forgot the the, the Italian squad, the mob the mob squad that's out there. Like you can all you can all see where this is leading to. I'm also a big fan of the fraction, the factions coming back. I'm, I'm really I'm, I'm I'm actually excited about the factions coming back. Like you have all these people on your rosters, right? But you don't have it. Like I'm 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 excited to see the factions. Use them. Put factions together. Let's get some groups. Get some clicks. Tommaso has said the same thing. That's why he has taken um so long for him to finally get to the main roster. That he didn't have an interest in coming to the main roster. I can see that about Tommaso. I was I was not surprised. I'm not surprised to hear that about Tomasa. To be honest with you, not surprised at all. Actually, I'm not surprised. That's the reason why Tomasa took so long. Because <laughs> also, I can also see, right, that, and I could be wrong here. I can also see in a world where, in certain closed doors, where Triple H was t- was letting because and 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 because I, I feel like they tried it. Where they were trying to make this a bona fide traveling third brand, if they could. That those guys, Tommaso and 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 crap, I'm forgetting their names suddenly. Undisputed era, they would have been the main highlight of. And then I don't think that kind of went the. That's how. That's how I feel. 
could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't feel like it, it went the way that it was supposed to go, and it, and it kind of left them, a, left the program not growing the way that it was, that, it, that they probably thought it was initially supposed to. That's how guys looked at it. They saw NXT as the third brand. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm, not, I'm not fully off. And I, and I think they still kind of looked at it as a third brand, but I thought it, I think it, it took a step, it took a step back when they were trying to take a step forward. And I think they're trying to go back forward again after they've taken that step back. Sometimes it happens like that in business. It happens like that in business. It happens like that in life. Like you don't like your your choices don't always work out the first time. It may have to take that step back, retool it, right, represent it, or or you know what I mean, or come back with it again, and it may work better the second time around, third time around, fourth time around. It's like quitting cigarettes sometimes. Like you don't always work on the first shot. So I, I could constantly see that, and, and I wouldn't be surprised. I constantly see it being a thing that they're trying to push, or trying to find a way to. to properly work out but or listen it could be in its proper niche like who knows like sometimes you try to expand yourself and you realize you know what we're able to maximize ourselves right here and anything more we don't do ourselves justice but i think they have room for it i think they have room for it now speaking of having room for it thanksgiving just passed right and we have a lot of our our mm, NXT Europe. That is exciting too. Cause we're getting a lot of call ups from that. <laughs> we're getting a lot of call ups from that, um, from that leaving as well. That's right, that's right, that's right. And them solidifying those two um um those two belts. But <clears throat> speaking of, right, as I was saying Thanksgiving just passed, right, this past week. And I don't know if you guys are like me, right? <clears throat> like, well, I'm not, I hope you had a hope you had a good time. But I know most of us like we did a lot of excuse me a lot of good eating right, a lot of a lot of good eating, a lot of good um family time hopefully, right. I had I saw I got a chance to like my family from Orlando came down right we had a nice little Thanksgiving dinner but then that same weekend we had a nice little barbecue my, I have an uncle that's a grill master he, like he likes to throw it out on the grill I end up finding I end up finding out a, a smoking trick that I didn't even know about. Or smoking secret I didn't know about. Or smoking technique I shouldn't say I didn't know about. But as we talk about like our Thanksgiving meals, right? Most of us like Thanksgiving is pretty much has has pretty much uh I'm still eating Thanksgiving dinner. Listen, so am I. <laughs> like like Thanksgiving has a has a has an outline, right? A general outline that most of us that you pretty much stick to, right? It's usually always gonna be some kind of turkey, right? There's gonna be some kind of stuff in. What else? Probably some yams. Maybe some mashed potatoes. Right? That's usually like your your four main things, right? Am I, am I mistaken? Cranberry sauce, but turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry, right? Maybe a ham, a ham too, right? A ham. I, I'm assuming most people, most people put a ham in there. What I'm curious about, right? What non-traditional Thanksgiving dish makes it to your dinner, your dinner plate? And, and, I, and I'm talking right because listen, all the stuff that I talk, I, I mentioned, I'm over here trying to think because some of that stuff did not make it to my dish, right? Like we had a turkey. But we ain't had no mashed potatoes. Like we had potato salad. 
Right? We had we we had candy yams, and I'm telling you that that motherfucker is is, is drizzled in in, in, a, in a sauce that 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 would, that would, that would make your, your lips pucker. You know what I mean? We had that we had that homemade stuff and that 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 whole, that, that, that baked macaroni, right? But we're Jamaican, right? So. And then I have another I have another southern part of the family. So there's collard greens that makes it, of course, right? And they do, they do, they do a chicken instead of a turkey. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. I've had somebody do Cornish hens for everybody and, um, one one Thanksgiving. <laughs> that, that was interesting. So I'm, I'm so always curious, like, what non-traditional Thanksgiving dish made it to your table? So for us, it was oxtail. Oxtail was probably a, was one of the non-traditional meals that made it to our well, that made it to our table. Also, also chicken soup made it to the table as well, right? As well as we call them sprat. Well, I forget ah crap, I forget the name for these fish. All right, but but we call them we call them sprats, right? But um, but sprouts like so oxtail, sprouts, and chicken soup. With the three non-traditional Thanksgiving dishes that made it to our table, and and I know that this is weird because I know that macaroni salad was at my table. So so I always get curious, right? Because I know like I, I know us I know my family being Jamaican that. We always have a non-traditional because because what is traditional, right? It, for us, oxtail is traditional for Thanksgiving as much as jerk pork is traditional for Christmas, right? <laughs> like those are our traditions, but it isn't in the general blueprint. So, what just random thing that you just do? You say to yourself, you know what? I just like bringing, or what because of your because of your cultural background. Do you guys bring differently on into the traditional Thanksgiving dinner? I'm curious about that. But also what I'm curious about, what stole the show? Right? <laughs> so he says, I'm white, so we basically just <laughs> <laughs> Right? But I'm also curious, right? Because I understand like like listen, I I knew I knew that was a possibility. Right? I, you know, some people stick to the blueprint. Like, you know what? We have a blueprint. This is what we do. We don't like we like like that. That's what Thanksgiving is. Is the transition? Is it is the is the tradition? We're not gonna we're not we're not, we're not gonna stray from that. Cool, I get it. So then you tell me what stole the show. What stole? There it goes. First one. Pumpkin pie steals the show. <laughs> now the difference is, we have sweet potato pie on. <laughs> Actually, somebody brought pumpkin pie and they got cussed out. <laughs> they was like, "Why the fuck are you bringing pumpkin? Did they not have any sweet potato pie? Did you not think there was gonna be no sweet potato pie here?" <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but. So we have one pumpkin pie, right? Let me let me check the rest of these the rest of these responses as they're covered in, right? Right? I see I see one. I see. Listen, listen. Some people are just turkey lovers. The turkey stole the show. Listen, you get yourself a nice juicy turkey done right, or maybe you had yourself a fried turkey for the first time, deep fried turkey. Who knows? 
But you get yourself a nice turkey done right, or you get that white piece of that white piece of turkey. Like the tur- like, like the turkey can steal the show if it's if it's if it if it's if it's seasoned right, moistened enough. Cause I'm a t- I'm also a, I'm, a, I'm also that turkey leg guy. Like I'm the barbarian of the of, of the group. Like any any time I any time I get Thanksgiving dinner, like I'm grabbing the turkey leg and I'm finding myself a corner. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it was not a white guy that brought the pumpkin pie. <laughs> but yeah, I'm curious. What stole the show for you guys for Thanksgiving dinner? So for us, right, or for me this week, this weekend, right? It was. The banana pudding. The one that stole the show for me this week, this Thanksgiving was the banana pudding. This one hasn't—I haven't seen the banana pudding make it to the table the last couple of things. But apparently, there's a family member that generally makes this. I don't know if I've missed this the last couple of Thanksgivings, but I heard there was a substitute. The other family member made this. And this banana pudding was whipped. Like, like I've, I've had different consistencies of it. This one had a much more whipped consistency. And I was like, oh, that's fluffy. Like, it wasn't, so it didn't make it, it didn't, it didn't make, it didn't, oh, cheese bowl is pretty too. Mm. I'm getting hungry all over again. I just ate before I came on the podcast. I wouldn't be hungry during the podcast. And you know what I haven't had yet? I got to make sure I do this tomorrow. I haven't had my Thanksgiving sandwich. I didn't make my post-Thanksgiving sandwich, so I got to make sure I still have the ingredients. You know, turkey, ham, stuffing, collard greens, macaroni, cranberry sauce, all all on a all on a onion bagel. Listen, man, I, I, I those pounds are coming. This I have to come. I feel like I'm getting a hundred pounds just talking about this. <laughs> Listen, man, I had to start making sure I was working out. I was like, man, I'm going to have to lose this weight all over again. My doctor already told me my cholesterol was high before the holidays. I was like, it ain't going to get no better. Like he, and you know what? Me and my, my doctor and I had this conversation every single year. I, I have a question for you guys, right? There's a lot of questions I have for you guys. When you see your primary care physician and your doctor asks you, how much do you drink? And when you give him your honest answer, does your doc is the, is your doctor's next response? Are you an alcoholic? Because that's what mine's next response. That's what mine's. That's how my doctor responds to me. <laughs> but this is now two different PCPs that have asked me if I'm an alcoholic when they after I've told them how much I drink, especially during football season. It's like, oh, how much do you drink a football season? I'm like, I don't know, like the old, like you know, you know what else, the, the old college amount. How much is the old college amount? I don't know, a six-pack a day and a keg on the weekends? Like, I don't keep track of this stuff. <laughs> that was the first doctor that called me an alcoholic. That was like 10 years ago. I've slowed down a little bit since then. I, I no longer could drink a keg on the weekends. But, but I told my current doctor how much I drink, which literally is only about... So, because he has to average it out, right? He has to weigh it out average. I'm like, well, he has to figure it out for the week. I'm like, listen, I have, what, maybe three, four drinks on a Wednesday night. Another 12 on a Sunday because I'm, I'm there all day at the bar. Right? So I maybe have 16 drinks in, in, a, in a week during football season. I'm like, so that's what? That's just a little bit more than about two a day. He's like, two a day? Apparently, 
two drinks a day is alcoholic levels. On you. Good thing I ain't telling about all the shots. So y'all, y'all, y'all keep coming up those comments. Y'all keep coming up those comments. We got we got cheese balls over here. We got pumpkin pie. You guys let me know what stole the show this Thanksgiving. What 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 dish stole the show um off on your table this Thanksgiving? Listen for me this Thanksgiving it was the banana, it was the banana pudding. I was not expecting banana pudding, and this one had was whipped. It didn't have those round vanilla wafers. It had some square ones. I don't know what the hell those were, but. Mm, mm, like mm. like 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 the end of 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 the of of, of a bar in South Florida. It's like so good, so good, so good. Wait, doesn't a team play that? What 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 professional sports team plays that song? Sweet Caroline. Is it is it a Carolina team? Sweet Caroline. Bah, bah, bah. That's one of them. That's one of them. But man, the food was good. The food was good. Hey, you know what? Ain't you know what's crazy? We cooked, we, we had Thanksgiving on Thursday, and then we barbecued on Saturday. And I can't tell you which one was better. To me, I can't honestly tell you which one was better. They were they were both equally that good to me. I wasn't having I've been I've been in food heaven this whole weekend. You understand, like I didn't even do shit Sunday. I was so beat and so full. On Sunday I literally just sat there and I was lazy. I couldn't even do anything. Also, like all of my lower extremities, like they were on fire. Like they were, they were on fire. Full good leg, um, legs was on fire. Barbecue rib alert, barbecue rib alert. We march, we rolling up and we rolling out to a new segment. Barbecue rib alert. <clears throat> was watching this, was watching this Philadelphia and Green Bay game, right? Some green on green action coming from a Jets fan. I had, I had a, I had, I had a doubly interested in this. I, I like any kind of action that, that involves greenery. So here we are, and I'm watching this too, and I'm watching this game, and I'm watching Jalen Hurts do his thing, Watch, watching Miles Sanders do their thing, watching this defense get to Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers tapped out. I Listen, I know what you guys are saying. I know what the report says, but... Aaron Rodgers tapped out. Let's not. No, 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 no. Hear me out here. Now, it may be justified, but that doesn't mean that he still didn't tap out. Oh, barbecue rib alert! Barbecue rib alert! They get to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers takes a nice little thumping, goes to the back, and the next thing you know, he's coming back. He's in t-shirts and a jeans, right? You know what I mean. No pads. Except for the maxi. Or the heating pad, my bad. Except for the heating pad. Because they they end up coming back saying that he fractured, bruised, broke a rib or whatever. And he won't be returning for the rest of the game. So he gets added to the... The mighty injury report. So for pretty much the majority of the second half, we don't get we don't get we don't get any Aaron Rodgers. 
<coughs> and I know that it comes out say that he had the injured ribs, but no, 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 no. It's a little bit deeper than that. He didn't come back because he knew that it that the season was over for this team. So why continue to fight? Why play hard? Why continue to play at all? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, like, I mean, this is how you got to act, Aaron Rodgers. Then just fake your injury for the next, for the rest of the season. Get a head start on, on next season, come back healthy. But see, he's scared, see? He wanted to tap out. He really did, and he did. He tapped out. He quit on his team. If their record is 8-4 and four and not 4-8, and eight, oh, let's say, my bad. Their rec- if, they, if their record is 4-7, and seven, right, or 7-4 or and four, instead of 4-7 and seven at the time, Aaron Rodgers is still playing. Aaron Rodgers finishes his game out. And then he brags about or finds a non-so-subtle way to tell you to tell us of how he finished this game with possibly a broken rib. But this season is a wash for them. Green Bay, one of the teams from last year that made the playoffs, is already one of, is already one of the teams that's not gonna make it is not gonna make it back this year. One of the six teams from the from the yearly turnover that the NFL has. Don't worry, we're gonna talk about that on Wednesday. We got a chart for you guys, and then I did a chart. I got a PowerPoint. <laughs> right? But no, don't get it twisted. Aaron Rodgers quit only because the season. And I, that's why I said I know you can find ways to justify. It. I know there's ways to look at this and be like, you know what, the season is over. What point does he have coming back in? This, that, and the third. You know, you don't want to see him get hurt himself anymore. Uh, he's a little bit blah, 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 blah. I get all that. I understand there's a little bit of benefit of the doubt that Aaron Rodgers may have built up. Get all that. Doesn't mean he ain't quit. Doesn't mean I can't sit here and say that, yo. A man goes to the doctor, sees an animal chest, and the doctor tells him you need to stop. I know this joke. <laughs> So, Aaron Rodgers goes out, and he goes he goes down, and he goes out, and now we get Jordan Love, and Jordan Love to me doesn't look half bad, and I'm gonna tell you why. Jordan Love, he go, I mean, <clears throat> forget the numbers: six for nine, hundred thirteen yards, one touchdown. But maybe let's not forget the numbers. Because it's the one touchdown that he threw. Right? Actually, you know, he didn't throw that touchdown. Did he was it was it a did it, was that guy stopped at the one yard line? Hmm. Now I'm trying to remember. Now I'm really trying to remember. Cause it wasn't I don't think it was Aaron Jones, was it? It wasn't Alan Lazard. But I know whoever he threw the ball to should have had more than 20-something yards for the game. That was like a 40-yard pass, I remember it being. Hold on. Let's see here. These are all scoring plays. Never mind. <clears throat> so, Jordan Love comes in, and 
the first thing that caught my eye with Jordan Love is the thing that you were happy about for Tua. Is the thing that you were happy about when seeing Mike White. It's the thing that you get happy about when you see any young quarterback in the position. Get the ball to your playmakers and let them make plays. Aaron Rodgers may have quit on this team, but this team did not quit when Jordan Love came into the game. And they continued to fight, and Philadelphia needed every bit of the 40 points that they scored to beat Green Bay. Who scored 33. Who was one touchdown away from score, from tying this game and possibly beating them. With an Aaron Rodgers that quit. And with a Jordan Love that decided I'm going to come in here and I'm going to take over. Excuse me. I'm going to be curious to see how long Aaron Rodgers decides to sit out. Because there's a part of this that says, you know what, Aaron? Fuck it. You want to be like this? Fuck it. Go ahead and sit down. Take the, take, take the, take the early time off. You've earned it, you deserve it, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Right? Get a head start on your next season. But then there's also the, hold on, wait a minute. Can you afford to sit out the remaining six games of the season and have Jordan Love come out here and ball? And look like you are easily replaceable because now they have a young, dynamic, coachable guy that can still get the ball to these franchise guys or to these young guys that he doesn't want to build up and uh, have to get right and play coach to mentor even, right? That all these young guys can grow together. They can start figuring out the elites amongst themselves. Can you? Can Aaron Rodgers afford to have that happen if he sits out for six weeks? So, in all honesty, I'm just curious to see how long Aaron Rodgers is gonna is gonna stay out for, right? And let's see how long. And let's see how many games from here until the end of the season. That he finishes out. Because if this is going to be the new the new go-to move for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm getting my ass whooped. Let me nurse this injury for the rest of this, rest of this game now. It makes no sense for me to have to finish this out. And not for nothing. Listen, if you have no problem with teams and quarterbacks... Or teams sitting their quarterbacks down when they're up big and having to miss almost a, a whole half. Then if they're not in the playoffs and it's not going to matter and they're not going to win and they feel like they're a little banged up, then why are these guys even going to play? Especially when you're as old as Aaron Rodgers where you're damn near 40 and not one of the young bucks in the league. Got about like 10 minutes left of the podcast. Hope you guys have been enjoying. Don't forget to like, share, and follow. Right? Don't forget you can catch us anywhere that you pod that you pod at, right? 
that's that's on that's on MySpace. Let me stop. <laughs> that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Twitch and YouTube. Really, guys, I, I really appreciate it. Go follow. Um, go like, share, and follow on on YouTube and Twitch. Those two really make a significant help. Really do appreciate it. Any way that you like that you like, share, follow, um, and listen to the podcast. Don't forget um, to re-air the podcast or the archives of the podcast. You can catch anywhere, just about. Like I said, we're on TuneIn Radio. We're on, we're on, we're on iTunes. We're on Apple. We're on Google Play. Um, we're on Pandora. Um, what am I forgetting? I always, I always forget the name of this thing. Uh, Spotify. There we go. We're on Spotify. You name it. We're there. You name it. We're there. We're there. I'm just, I'm just there, baby. <laughs> Just like, you know, let's roll up and roll out. We won't, we, we don't have a lot left to talk about. So let's let's go ahead and, and talk about two QBs, right? We got we got we got about two QBs left that we can mention. Buffalo Bills took a nice little um, took a hard fought um win. But the New York Giants end up losing to the Dallas Cowboys twenty eight to twenty. Allowing Dallas Cowboys to to have bragging rights and shit like Oh man, okay. Let's let's get serious. Let's get serious for a second, right? Because as the New York Jets had a had a impress, super impressive victory, thirty one to ten against Chicago. You know what? We were the only one putting up impressive victories in our division. Right? So did the Miami Dolphins, thirty to fifteen over Houston. Right? Who has a record of one nine and one? That is, you know, I'm just saying. <coughs> right? But this game was a blowout. Like, oh my God, this game was a blowout. This game was a blowout, and the Dolphins didn't even score in the second half. First half of the game, 30-0. 30-0. Offensive touchdown, defensive touchdown. You don't understand. Did I just hear a voice? Hearing shit. You understand that... My red zone was flooded by dolphin plays. Like I'm watching NFL red zone, and I might as well be watching the Dolphins game for the first half. Every time I looked up, every time I turned around, there was another dolphin touchdown, another dolphin red zone, another dolphin defensive play. It got so bad that they they sat down Tua in the first half. Two over here look like it's college all over again. Like, <laughs> I knew it was you. It was this easy, yeah? Look at this. This is exactly how I used to do it in college. They used to tell us, hey, you fellas. This, this reminds me of, uh, of of that game in, in 2018 when we were playing Watercrest, Water, Watercrest Elementary, right, right, right? Alabama, we came in there and, and they said that we were a 36-point favorite. Nah, that even wasn't enough for it. Yo, we outscored them by 40 in the first half. <laughs> and they think about this. And then he, then he, then he put me up. And then he, then he put a mic way. He drops another. <laughs> like, he over there reminiscing like it's his old college days. They sitting him down in the second half. He, he there chilling. Cigar smoking. Cock stroking. You know what I mean? This is over there. <laughs> Look at these boys. <laughs> it was a blowout in the first half. 30 to nothing. 
and even added even even with 15 unanswered points. Every double was even worried, isn't it? Yeah. Leave him out there. He'll build character. <laughs> it's my, it's, yeah, in 2018, it's against Georgia. Let me tell you. But no, no, listen, 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 listen. In all, in, in all, in all due respect. Right? Like, like they did their thing. Like, like they, they, they really did their thing. They took care of business. Like the New York Jets took care of business. And like you expect teams, you expect teams like that to hopefully take care of business. Right? We have six games left. Six weeks left. These next six weeks are going to be crucial. I may get my wish. I may get the thing that I asked for. And what that was, was, hey. The last game of the season between the Jets and the Dolphins I am hoping that that game has enough significance in it that the winner makes the playoffs and the loser goes home. That will be the true definition of go hard or go home. It will be beautiful for us to talk about or it may be devastating for us to deal with. But either way, I kind of want that pressure and scenario. It doesn't just make for good football. It makes for good shit talking as well, too. With that, folks, I'm going to leave you with this. I am Talent Omar Taylor with the Mighty Sports Podcast. Yo, as we like to say in the islands, right? The key to... The key to, right? The, 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 key, the key to life is a penis in your asshole. Talento Martella, Mighty Sports Podcast. Continue to transform yourself into the kind of person that you want to work for you. I'm out of here. I got shit to do. It's 11.54. It's almost tomorrow. And I know the sun's going to come out, but it's almost tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah,